a solace that I crave Will it still haunt me to my grave Too broken to forgive Too painful to relive now There may be other arms to hold They'll only keep me from cold There'll always be a space A first I have to face now Welcome to Double Oz 7, a James Bond podcast slash a James Bond OnlyFans. <laughs> you're listening to this episode right now, take a guess which one of us is closed. It's <laughs> one out of the three. <laughs> Get some music going here. What if you're watching the video, one of us has actually started disrobing. <laughs> what, what, what is happening right now? <laughs> it also happens to be the one who's intoxicated on this episode. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> Jesus. But we are here to continue on with our commentary series as we are up to everybody's favorite movie, Quantum of Solace, which explains why Noah's intoxicated and undressing himself. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy things happen when this film comes up. (laughs) Uh, But we have the full house here, uh, the full crew, everybody. Which one? John Stamos? (laughs) Bob Saget? Mary Uh, Kate Ashley? If that's the case, I'm out. (laughs) Who was your favourite Full House cast member, Noah? Uh, the one that did the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Every step you take. I don't know that song. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. That one. Sorry, Colin. Sorry. So, so thank you. Thank you for joining us for episode one, season one commentary on Full House. Blind watch. <laughs> Third watch. <laughs> Available on the Oz are- Network. <laughs> Rerun. Uh, we are going to do something here today that nobody has ever done, uh, <laughs> which is a commentary oh, of Quantum of Solace, partially clothed. <laughs> so thank you for joining us. <laughs> uh, get all those great Quantum of Solace quotes ready, everybody. My name is Colin, and get in. He's <laughs> he's only fans. <laughs> and I'm uh, Noah Green. <laughs> and and my name is Ben. And that wasn't very nice. Well, that's what we'd be saying at the end. <laughs> Noah, put it back on. Ben said it wasn't nice. I, I wanted to go with the coarse and rough and irritating, but we used that one in the recap. So uh, you know. Oh, we never uh, repeat jokes on this show, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we tell jokes on this show? <laughs> What's a joke? <laughs> oh, wait, we're comedic geniuses. Sorry. So, Quantum of Solace. 
let's let's give a bit of a background to this episode here. Uh, we've been meaning to record it for a couple months now, but uh, we get sidetracked on a trilogy trilogy of episodes that Ben wanted. <laughs> I'll yeah. die another day. <laughs> Didn't even show up to two of them. <laughs> uh, and somehow oh, you're learning from me then. <laughs> I'm like, let's let's do a trilogy on die another day. This is gonna be great. Oh, by the way, I can't make two of them. Colin, you're hosting them. <laughs> I'm training you well. Yeah. Uh, but uh I we're in different time zones and everything, and I wake up this morning to about 20 new messages from Ben and Noah. One of which says, hey, we should do an episode. All right, let's see what Colin says when he wakes up. How about the Quantum Solace episode? Noah, in that case, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Can I I just say, uh, I subtly, well, not subtly, I said I wanted to record an episode. Uh, I blatantly said I did not want to do this episode. And here we are. Not you got me back for the first time in how long, and I'm saying I will not do this episode. But well, we're doing as ben, it. As Ben and I continue to press and say, no, we really should do Quantum Assault. It's a quick episode, quick movie. We can make fun of it. Noah actually throws out there, can we do James Bond Jr. instead? <laughs> we, we, that was, yeah, that, that was so saying... 2019, Noah. Just catch up. <laughs> I'm here saying uh, we could do a rankings episode. <laughs> Uh, we could do a, a random episode. <laughs> Come on, we need more No Time to Die episodes. I was saying we could just do a different film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Never Say Never Again. <laughs> this is my second ever commentary. I did the first one with Dr. No, where I was on the Region 4 and our times were way off. And this is my grand triumphant return to commentaries and it's freaking quantum and solace. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually exciting. That's our first ever commentary with all three of us. So, you know, is I'm it? excited. Yeah, it's quantum of solace. <laughs> Look, the only thing that brings people together in this world is quantum of solace. Hey, it could be worse, Noah. You could have to do it in person with me doing a die another day commentary that Colin had with to put no up clothes with. on. Well, <laughs> would you rather and watch I'm Madonna there. or me naked? I'm there messaging, saying, oh, have you done the commentary for the, the spy who loved me? That's <laughs> you know what? Let's, let's flash back even further about a year ago whenever we did the spy who loved me commentary. And Ben's like, no, we know this is your favorite movie. Would you like to join us for the commentary? Nah, you guys go ahead without me. <laughs> now you stuck with one of solace. That's what we've done that forever. COVID outbreak and I can't go out on the bar. <laughs> oh, that's why he's drunk at home right now. And how many times, like, it's it's not as bad as I think that literally at the end of every single commentary, we'd be like, oh, we're doing Spectre next. Didn't we decide to do Spectre when I was at your house last, Colin? Yeah. And here we are, like, two years removed, three years removed, and we're like, oh, we'll do Spectre commentary when No Time to Die comes out. And here we are, like, 2027, <laughs> still waiting for No Time to Die. Still not out, ben, by the way, people. Did you do Diamonds Are Forever commentary then? Yes, yes, we also we, offered for you to be we, on that. We, we held off. We held off on that for so long, waiting for you. And we were just like, fuck it. He's being Bond in Korea, being racist and not getting a date. So we're just going to do it without him. Well, Ben, uh, in that case, seeing as I missed it, can uh, can I hear uh, what 
Cullen's opinion on Tiffany Case. Tiffany Case is probably one of the strongest Bond girls. Oh, wait, 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 wait a second. Cullen, she is, a, she is okay. one of the strongest Bond girls. All right, well, let's just <laughs> ask changed. Pierce. Let's ask Pierce's opinion on who we should sub into this episode instead of Noah Groves. Shirley Bassey. Mm. Yeah, I'll be that. I'll Go be that. for it, Shirley uh, Bassey. I still don't get. <laughs> she, she did do the she did do the theme for this, remember? So, and while we're on that Whoa. note, given that the last time that we were all three of us on the episode, I think I played this about eighty times. Uh, what song shall uh-huh. we hear right now? <laughs> there we go. I'm not doing that again. That editing was too long. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? Just to give you a little bit of extra work, we'll we'll play uh, the same clip again here. Uh, Pierce, which OnlyFans are you going to be tuning into over Madonna? Shirley Bassey. Shirley Bassey. I'm there too. Can I actually just also one 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 final thing, <laughs> one final thing. What, uh, Colin? Just I just need to be reminded. What's your opinion of Die Another Day? I'm so in love with Die Another Day. You're in love with it. What can I say? <laughs> oh, you asshole! <laughs> what happened? Hang on, hang on. Just on that topic. Speaking of assholes, Noah, how are you feeling right now? I'm very wet right now. You're so wet right now. It really is. <laughs> Only fans. We gotta take the editing power away from Ben. I mean, you you said dumber things on this episode than anybody, and we have no power to replay it. Didn't yeah. uh, Shirley Bassey do a rejected theme for this? She show? did. Yeah. Is she yeah. still alive? Well, by the end of this <laughs> episode, not now, Noah. By the end of this episode, she won't be. We've killed two of the James Bonds on this show, Noah. Careful. Yeah, how is George Lazenby still going? I don't know. <laughs> he makes a lot of money. <laughs> Can I just say, I finally listened to the tributes to Sean Cothery. Oh. And these two nerds over here who were saying, oh, no, I couldn't make it. They're the ones who said, oh, in 10 minutes, are you free to record an episode? <laughs> Well, what do you want us to wait until you're available? The guy just died. Strike an iron pot. I was going out and drinking my sorrows. I was sad. Would would you rather this be the... Okay, fuck it. We're not doing Quantum of Souls. Right now, let's do the tribute to Sean Connery episode like six months later. They're making fun of me. You know what? They're the ones who are 10 minutes strong at the moment. Oh, we're going to record an episode. But let, let's be honest, if we gave Noah six months of preparation, still the only thing he could tribute to the Sean episode is, miss you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was in the video when you did that. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Noah, you got to check out the video for that episode. You make an appearance. <laughs> Noah, inspirational man. <laughs> this goes to show how good Quantum of Solace is that we're just trying to talk about anything but Quantum of Solace. <laughs> We're here to do the commentary on our tribute episode to Sean Connery. <laughs> Still a better yeah. episode than Quantum of <laughs> All right. So if you've not tuned into our commentaries before. Go uh, away right watch- now. You haven't missed anything. <laughs> <laughs> Leave. Go away. Uh, all you have to do is get your copy of Quantum of Solace queued up if you choose to watch along with us and uh, get it freeze framed as soon as you see the MGM lion appear. Uh, and then we're going to do a countdown. And at the end of that countdown, we're going to tell you to press play with a funny word. What, what is our play for this one? Is it going to be Elvis? Only fans. <laughs> three, two, one. Three, two, one, only fans. <laughs> yep. Elvis fans. Oh, oh three, two, one, Elvis fans. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
and, and appropriately, we just counted three, two, one Elvis fans. That's how many there are up there. Okay. Are we ready, everybody? Oh, I'm looking yes, at you, Noah. Are we ready? Can we watch what, this is movie? Is it after fans or is it on Elvis? On fans. On, on fans. fans. On fans. So Elvis and then fans yes (laughs) it's not that difficult noah it's a countdown three two one go back in the old days in in the the first season of double loss seven we just came on and talked about the movie now we've got to play around with gadgets (laughs) gadgets (laughs) what is this inspector gadget or something along those lines like i like inspector gadget oh i love that show oh and movie too that's right yeah. There was a All porn right. movie called Inspect Her Gadget. <laughs> All you're doing is giving Noah more things he'd rather do commentaries on. I just say if you ever want to do a, if you want to do a commentary on Inspect Her Gadget, I'm down. <laughs> I'm, I'm All there. right, so we're changing it now. It's going to be 321 Inspect Her Gadget, okay? Is everybody ready? <laughs> but are we pressing play on her or gadget? Or- <laughs> On gadget. <laughs> Not we're gonna be in sync anyways, but ready in three, two, one, inspect her gadget. Oh no. <laughs> I'd like to say that lines only fans. <laughs> I have been watching the MGM Lion uh more than anything else because Casper has an obsession with movie studio logos where he will watch a 20 minute video on the history of MGM logos or a 20 minute video on the history of Columbia logos or whatever. So yeah, uh, these... when he's a teenager, he's going to love this Columbia woman. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> how, how how are you raising your son, Colin? Like um <laughs> just... excuse me. Uh where is the gun battle? Where is oh, that... I don't know. Oh, hang yeah. on, we can't watch this. We've got to watch Casino Royale first. All right, stop. Yeah. Stop, stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. There's no gun barrel. Ben, you said you were going to be watching Cars in the background. So, um, Oh, yeah, us. that's... Cars in the foreground, too. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got them all over the place. Um, no, that's finished now, but... Um, <laughs> I think when I saw... I think when I saw this at the movies, I don't think I remember if I re- remember if the, I knew this was picking up straight after Casino Royale. Like I, I don't. Was that publicized that that was happening? Or uh, I, I think that I wasn't aware it would be literally right after. I knew that this story would continue pretty much, you know, picking up right after, but not that this would be five minutes later. I think the last time I, I watched this, I actually watched it directly after Casino Royale, and I will say it actually kind of does work quite well. Like mm-hmm. it's like if you watch um, A New Hope, like immediately after yeah. um, Rogue One, like it actually improves it. So like I feel this is kind of the same. Like if you stop watching Casino Royale and then go straight into this, it makes this kind of better. I can forgive the gun barrel in, uh, in Casino Royale. It's kind of the reboot. They did the artsy black and white. BS. I cannot forgive this. I remember being sitting in the cinema and this is a bad way to set the tune for Bond fans because the moment that I sat down and this film started and there was no gun barrel, it lost me for the next 108 minutes. Like, I remember I that. In, I remember Casino Royale being pissed off the first time I saw that. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I'm, it was I'm more distracting. It. it was more distracting for your casino. I, with this one, I don't know if I noticed really. What? <laughs> 
Do you remember well, Nolan, not- when we saw Spectre and how we like basically like celebrated as soon as we saw? Yeah, it? the fact that there was just a gun belt. Like, <laughs> this is how far we've fallen. That, that, that such little things to ask for excite us like nothing. Before All I forget, we want I will. Is a gun barrel, Craig. This is um. Yeah. This is ranked 18th. We ranked the pre-title sequence of Quantum of Solace 18th out of 23 pre-title sequences. Yeah, I probably would have put it around my third last. Everything in here, this scene we're watching now, has to be some of the worst edited footage in the history of Bolton. Ah, really? Because you... It's a bad car chase. It's not the best, but I don't think it's bad. No, there, there's nothing wrong it. with the car chase. What's wrong is you can't see what's going on in this scene. The, the quick shot, it's the kind of born editing, mm. which does not work here because this could be one of the best car chases in Bond. I love this shot, though. That's happening. That shot, though, where the car goes off the cliff, that's pretty epic. Yeah, but that's the only scene where they don't cut away in point naught seconds and you can actually see what's happening in the scene. I always think that that's like I always get it mixed up with um, for your eyes only. I think that all of a sudden the car's going to be on its roof, like driving down the hill. Uh, <laughs> oh. no, and pretentious I, lettering beer. Well, I was I was going to say yeah. the gun barrel. I didn't notice the first time I watched it. As you watch it more, you notice, but the the font really did bother me the first time I saw this. Isn't it later on like London light like, takes up the whole fucking screen or something like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I? I just say. Uh... Oh, look who it is. Oh, God, skip. <laughs> I so I always think that, you know, you know, in the trailer when he's, like, got the chase that he's about to do and he goes on the rope and he shoots upwards, I always thought that that was what led into the opening of this song, not the time to mm-hmm. get out. It is actually, like, now that I think better. about it, it would have been way better because that's one of the worst ever transitions into a song, the time to get <laughs> out. I know that um, World Is Not Enough was originally supposed to be split the opposite way. So it was supposed to end before mm. King's assassination. This, I, I never heard any stories, but it would make sense that they potentially filmed this where it was supposed to be that big rope shot and then they just cut it down. This is Craig versus Sand. Didn't we rank this as like one of the worst opening credits of all time? Like, I know we haven't ranked the credits, but I, I think this one's it's pretty not shit. Good. Yeah. I mean, this song is terrible. Where do we all rank? Did we all rank this at the bottom? Well, I, I, on our song ranking episode, I, I'm pretty sure we all agreed if this were an instrumental, it would be fine. It's just the vocals that kill it. I ranked it at 21st. Um, Noah, you ranked it at 15th. And Colin, you ranked it at 17th. Uh, it came yeah, in I, at I ranked 20th. it too far. Well, what was Jeffrey just Wright's below it for Noah? Um, that would have been the great song that is You Only Live Twice. Uh, this is, I just, I ranked it too high, but I just think if one of these artists did this song, it yeah. could have been decent. They just yell at yeah. each other. They're just literally like, I'm going to yell louder than you. Like, I mean, like Jack I'm White play- is not a bad shout for a Bond theme, or Alicia Keys is not a yeah. bad shout for a Bond theme. But. I agree. I, it, I agree. It with is. Yeah. It is nice to have the horns in here, though. I mean, it's the same thing with um, uh, you know my name. I remember hearing that Colin. song. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I remember hearing the Casino Royale theme song the first time, which had no horns, and being like, "Well, that's okay." And then when they have the horns in there, I'm like, "Oh, that makes it a Bond theme." 
the I just don't get this opening. So the shooting at sad dude. Yeah, but like sad, and now, now he's like float. Have we have we ever established like quantum is the name of the the organization? Yeah. Have we ever worked out what quantum of solace means? No. <laughs> what did it mean in the short story, Noah? It didn't really mean anything in that. That was like a, a no, dinner party. It didn't party. mean anything in that either. Yeah. Like of all the the movies, like is this the one that makes the least sense? The title? for, titles? Oh, for the title. Well, I mean, yeah, we've got some nonsense all around, but probably. Hey, let's let's just give uh, a shout out there to the first Canadian screenwriter in a Bond movie, Paul Haggis. Yeah, Oscar and winner, movie, and this is a movie that he wrote. Yeah, well, he, he did he did do Casino Royale as well, but this is the man that made Crash. Okay, well, that's a good movie. This has to be the worst Craig uh, intro, though. You for the title sequence, you mean? Yeah, well, song too, but title. Well, oh, not even song, the the weird slow mo that they do here for the bullfights too. It's the worst Craig movie by far. So you know, <laughs> I just we're saying that oh, we're going to come on make fun of this. So I'm, like, I'm sorry, I'm going to be very negative. This is a terrible film. All right, well, I, let's get positive here. Judy Dench, there's a sexy old broad, right? Uh, <laughs> put a wig on it. I just want, I want to give some historical context. Literally today, I didn't know we were recording this episode. I watched part of a video that was called Quantum of Solace is the best Bond film ever. And no, it was not satire. <laughs> it was a serious one-hour defense of Quantum of Solace. And the reasons were horrible. And you know, when you're on YouTube and you scroll down to the com- comments because you want validation of your opinion. Yeah. Yep. Everyone was saying in the comments, "Oh yeah, Quantum of Solace is so underrated. Thank you for making this." Well, and I'm there on my computer. Oh, what? <laughs> like, I, I, I think I'm more positive on this movie than uh, you two are. But even still, I don't rank it terribly high. But just before we did this, I, I looked didn't at know, like, I hated this film. <laughs> but. Uh, this has 6.6 on IMDb. It's got 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. So even though it's heavily criticized among Bond fans, maybe among non-Bond fans, well, you know. Colin, sorry to interrupt you. I've actually just gone and looked at our rankings here, our overall rankings, because when we adjusted them, right? So I actually forgot this came in last on our overall rankings list. So this is our lowest film. I I ranked this... I rank this at twentieth, but I like I'm I'm gonna rewatch all of these before No Time to Die gets released in eight years, uh, and I'm gonna re-rank them. And I definitely feel Quantum of the Solace will go way down further than twentieth. Um, you ranked it at last, Noah, and Colin, you yeah. ranked it at sixteenth. You're the yeah. man with the golden gun below. What is wrong with you? No, Colin, is you that bit. the revised one? I'm pretty sure I I revised no. Man with the Golden Gun to be higher. No, you you rose Man with the Golden Gun up one spot to 17th, not above Quantum of Solace. You have the Living okay. Daylights below this. You have Diamonds Are Forever. But, oh, yes. Uh, I, I will swap now uh, at least Man with the Golden Gun ahead of this, but I'll, I'll stand by this over Living Daylights or Diamonds Are Forever. But let's also just remind people at home that had Ben not been on the episodes, License to Kill and Die, Die Another Day would have easily been the bottom two. Oh well. Yeah, although I'm going to give something to Ben here, I I think Die Another Day is a better movie than this movie. Well, that that was the other funny thing is that neither Noah or I ranked Die Another Day as our very bottom. And I think it was yeah. second to last on both of our lists. 
No, I, I would watch Dying on the Day any day over this if I had to pick just a random film to put on. See, if I you had like that moment, Ben would have said, let's do the Dying on the Day commentary again. I, I like that moment, the way he's kind of like, we're everywhere, and all of a sudden it's like, bang, bang, bang. And then, but I, I don't like, you talk about the editing in the opening part. Yeah. You know, like, I don't like this chase where they mix it with the horse race. Like, it yeah. annoys well, me. This is the and, and it's like I was saying, they cut to the horses and suddenly it gets slow mo. Like, what it's is just, that? It's not, it's not even the horses, even the quick cuts of the chase. You can't see anything that's happening in this entire film. It's just, okay, we're having a great chase. It is way it's too like fast. B- born supremacy on acid. Yeah. It. It's and kind and of then it's... we put horses in for no reason. Where's Money Penny <laughs> going? Come on! Come on! Move, Move your ass, Flow! Um, <laughs> it's kind of like the premise of it being a direct sequel, like the first time you ever kind of got a direct sequel to the previous movie. Like it's interesting and it's unique, but it's kind of, it's just, they just fluffed it. And I, I remember seeing this for the first time and not overly thinking too much of it. Like I didn't, I think I walked out of it and I was like, okay, that was fine. But like, it's just, it's definitely one of these ones and oh. more and more you watch it and you realize, oh, it's kind of actually shit. Actually, you you on a past episode read out what your Facebook status was after watching That's this movie, right. and it was it was wow, and it was like yeah. whoa, what a movie. Which honestly, I had the same reaction. Uh, I, this is one of these movies that doesn't, and and to me, Spectre is similar. I think Spectre to me was best the first time I saw it, and every time I've seen it since then, it's like eh, a little bit less and less enthusiastic. Oh, the woman uh, lost the tomatoes. Sorry, <laughs> Mildred. <laughs> but oh, there, Mildred. this movie. I, I, I don't want this to sound, you know, terrible because th- this would be an awful thing to say to any Bond movie, including Die Another Day. But this almost is like the Bond version of The Rise of Skywalker or The Last Jedi. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> those yeah. are much good, worse films, but it's, they had an idea there. They could have worked with it, but they rushed production so much where you watch this feeling like you're watching a visual representation of a first draft screenplay and not it's, something it's that's in- been worked on. It's interesting, Colin, I know you, you've constantly said about Spectre, we've talked a lot about that, and then it's interesting, Noah, hearing you say that there's, like, defences for this movie now, because I think I read something not long ago where, yeah, there were people starting to defend this movie, whereas I constantly still see, I saw something the other day, it was, like, a ranking the bombs, and Spectre's last. Like, Spectre has just gotten this massive hate over yeah. the last few years, True. and that annoys the crap out of me, because I, I'm the opposite. I love Spectre more and more every time I watch it, so well, it's interesting even that... Even Spectre's like, not... It's, even Spectre's not as bad as people are making it out to be. I don't get this absolute despise that people have for Spectre. That's a whole other episode. But, like, this movie, like, the fact that... I mean, Die Another Day kind of has got this sort of cultish, weirdish... It's like Moonraker. Like, people can admit it's shit, but there are people who like it. Whereas, like, this... The, you the have defense... found one person out there. Sorry, two people out there who appreciate it. You're like, yeah, it's got this weird cult thing, you know? <laughs> but, like, the people get, like... I, I defend Die Another Day, but I'm not going to be like, oh, this is the best film ever. Whereas, like, people. Well, you, who where did you rank this, it, Ben? <laughs> in the top 10? Shut up. Um, <laughs> like, people who defend this movie, like, as Noah just said, act like it's, like, the best thing ever. Like, it's- here's the thing if that video that I watched, if they said, okay, 
why Quantum of Solace is underrated. I disagree, but okay. But this was saying Quantum of Solace is the best Bond film, and you're just trying to be contrarian when you're making a video saying Quantum of Solace. No one this, believes that Quantum this, of Solace this, is this the scene. best Bond film. Can I just say that is this scene the ending of Jurassic Park? We just need a couple of yeah. raptors here, right? Now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> T Rex is going to come in and say Bond. When misogynist dinosaurs ruled the earth. <laughs> you two had a very different first reaction to this film, though, because I remember vividly seeing this for the first time, walking out of the cinema and absolutely despising it to the point where I went and read an article about Daniel Craig maybe being in the Bond films for four more years. And at that point, I remember telling my mother, he might be in these films for four more years. What am I going to do? <laughs> 13 years later, we're still waiting on his final film. <laughs> yeah. Granted, I was like a young teenager at that point. So four years was a long time. Well, but I remember being so upset and annoyed with <laughs> London. <laughs> I was gonna say that- we described. Doesn't it take up the whole screen? It's literally the smallest text <laughs> of the whole movie. <laughs> no, no. When you went but- to London, do you just see that on the streets? The word yeah, London yeah. on the side. <laughs> oh, a, the copyright, the, the the trademark copyright that small print was probably bigger than that. <laughs> but yeah, I had a very different first reaction, and to be honest, my opinion has gone even worse since. And this is actually the first time I've seen this film since we did the recap back in, what, 2015 or whenever? Mm. Is this, like, I've always gone on about Colin, Craig. silence your children. <laughs> that, that, was, that wasn't Colin's children. I've just got some friends over. Um, <laughs> is, um, like, I always go on about Craig being, like, you know, bland and no emotion and, you know, he gets better with each movie. But I swear this is the most bored Daniel Craig is in any movie. Oh, this is oh. his worst performance as well. But also, I mean, he doesn't have much to work with. They wrote a character that was just going to be depressing to watch. Like, uh, I don't I'm, I don't know if you've ever watched the show. Ben, I know that you've seen it. I don't know how closely followed. But the TV show Smallville, they reached season six where Clark's life just fell apart. And it was just depressing to watch because he was moping all the time. And you don't want to watch your hero moping for this amount of time. No. Well, I mean, Jack Shepard was the perfect amount of moping. Huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. D- d- download our Lost Recaps on the Oz Network. Good segue, Noah. Well done. Now, uh, I How have short is Judy Dench? <laughs> She looks like knickknacks standing next to these guys. <laughs> I, I think maybe the reason Daniel Craig looked so tired and bored is because he was too busy writing the script through half of this. <laughs> Isn't that the story? No, also, I don't think he got that heavily into production until Skyfall, I thought. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Did either of you watch, well, not Ben, uh, but Colin, did you watch <laughs> the Danish film Another Round? Another Round? I haven't seen it yet, no. Oh, I was rushed, uh, but it's on my list. I've watched about three Danish films with Mads Mikkelsen, and it's so funny because he always plays the good kind of happy-go-lucky, charming hero character in Danish films. Meanwhile, it's like the opposite. Le Chief, like banging Daniel Craig's ball. <laughs> I, I, what was hilarious, though, is that uh, you said, I know Ben hasn't watched it. Ben took no offense to that whatsoever. It's like, Danish film, yep. 
Haven't seen it. <laughs> you know, you know, you want to talk about a film that I watched, rewatched recently, or at least the good bits of it. Blue is the warmest color. Like I watched. <laughs> <laughs> In preparation for no time to die. And that scene, the really good scene, goes on for a lot longer than I remember. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a good good movie. Now, I'm going to join uh, Ben in the, the Daniel Craig's bare chested thing here and say he looks good in these cream pants. Sure. That's a man. <laughs> that is a man. <laughs> wow. That is a man. <laughs> <laughs> this turns somewhere different all of a sudden. <laughs> Noah's slatterly dreaming of going into this hotel room alone with this is, uh, this is, this is like me and, This is like me and Zhao all over again. Well, I'm the only one on the show who's never fawned over a bond. That's because I was waiting for cream, <laughs> yeah. cream pants. It was the cream pants that we needed. Love- <laughs> and Noah love- just creamed in his pants over it. <laughs> I-, I love this guy who just, like, comes out and just starts with a knife. What if that was the housekeeper? Like, what if that was just... <laughs> How many housekeepers attack people with knives? No, but what I'm saying is this guy comes out and starts attacking Bond with a knife. What if this was the housekeeper and this guy just comes out of the thing and he's like, ah, with a knife. And it's like, oh, it's oh, just you mean, change his if- sheets. What if Bond was a housekeeper? Well, no housekeeper is going to wear cream pants like that. You know, that's only for the ages. But is this, do... the, is this kind of like you only live twice syndrome of just like random henchmen popping up kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. Also, just I love this movie how like Bond just fucks up so much in this movie. Like, oh crap, just killed someone else. <laughs> yeah, Daniel Craig's Bond is highly incompetent for a double O. <laughs> I mean, that's the point, though, isn't it? Like, this is, what, his second mission? Yeah. Because Casino Royale is his first. Well, it's his first, though. He does, like, you're talking about the cream pants. His blue eyes are really shining in this movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I'm watching a Bond movie with Jamie all of a sudden. <laughs> and that black shirt compliments those eyes and those pants. What is that fan <laughs> meant to do? What does that woman think that fan it's is going to do? Air circulation? <laughs> It's not even doing anything. I'm feeling the heat oh, right n- now. Nice Craig ass shot there. Oh, look at that crotch bulge. Woo. Oh, <laughs> crotch shot. Now, you know Colin- what? The, the hotel sign there, I swear I thought, what's with the fancy text again? But it's a real uh, sign. I was about to say about um, we talk about dong sizes over on the Oz Network. We'll get to that in a minute. But like I've always, I've always complained <laughs> Come about old big dong. <laughs> I've always complained about Craig driving the dad cars outside of the Aston Martin that we had the opening car chase. This movie might have the most boring vehicles ever in a bomb movie. He's driving like a fucking Ford. What was that thing you drove, Colin, when you picked us up? A Fit? Uh, oh, Honda Fit. Yeah. Honda oh, Fit. <laughs> I remember you kept saying to us when you were picking up for the airport, I'll be in a blue Honda Fit. And we were going like, that's not blue. That's like green. You're like, oh, it's blue. It's teal, Ben. It's halfway between. <laughs> I'd never heard of a Can Honda just, Fit before. I just want to backtrack a little bit. I, I was talking, complaining about how fast the editing in this film is. That was a long crotch shot that we had. <laughs> <laughs> for all the fast editing, that crotch shot was... It, no, just... it wasn't that fact. You just paused it on it and haven't brought yourself to playing. Yet. I, I, I really don't know if our if our episode title is going to be something about OnlyFans or Daniel Craig's crotch shot. That's a long crotch shot. Let's talk about the cream pants again. <laughs> this is great though. His delivery is like it appears as though somebody's trying to kill you. <laughs> yeah, this is the only you only the twice syndrome again though. Now there's just random henchmen coming after him. 
The only bit that I think... It's not even a that car, it's a mum car. This is like the only part I think I laugh in this movie is like, that wasn't very nice. Like, that's kind of funny. Oh, this too is a little flip. Well, I mean, oh, we never like, ranked this guy in the allies. But the the problem is, <laughs> the, the problem with Craig though, like even when he pulls off the oh that wasn't very nice, and well I miss and does that, like there, there's got to be a bit of swarm about it. There's got to be a bit of like cheek yeah. to it. Like he just looks bored. Like oh well I missed. He's, he's like, he a, he's like Kylo the love Red. of his the love of his life died like six hours ago, Ben. <laughs> he's James Bond. His love of his life dies all the time. <laughs> the thing, the thing with Daniel Craig's one line is when Roger Moore does a one liner, you know it's a one liner. When he does, yeah, it, you're questioning whether well, was that was that a one liner or? I mean, Craig himself has said that he's not that comfortable with comedy. Well, oh, well, he shouldn't have took this job then. <laughs> <laughs> well, then yeah, Dalton shouldn't have taken it either. Oh, I'm not good at being James Bond, hence why I didn't put myself up for the role. Oh, you <laughs> spoiled it. I'm not getting cream pants. <laughs> what is it with those sunglasses? Jesus Christ. Oh, here we go. Now, He's Mr. Worst Villain of All Time. Why didn't we rank Elvis in the, the henchman? <laughs> I thought we did, did we? This film. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. You're right. But he's oh. in quite a lot of this film. <laughs> we ranked, didn't we rank what's his race and died the other day? Oh, no, that was the allies. You kept yelling, who's <laughs> the guy from <laughs> we, raped Locke. we raped Locke. You, you know, in, in this video that I watched about Quantum of Solace, the two biggest defenses for this film were, <laughs> were green <laughs> and. and uh, <laughs> Whatever this girl's name is. What is her name? Camilla? Camille? Or... Yeah. Kralinku? These were the two oh. biggest defenses. One, the green Wait, is an underrated okay, villain. No, again, I, I slightly defended Camille more than either of you did. But to me, one of the, the weirdest things about this movie now is in 2021, you could never get away with making a Ukrainian actress South American by simply tanning her. Like, this would be cancelled now. No, not this, appropriate. You're, ethnic, well, this is whitewashing <laughs> South American I, actress. I saw What's-Her-Face, whatever the actress's name is. Um, Olga she was, Thank you. I knew there was a Krolinko something in there somewhere. <laughs> um, she <laughs> was in the third Johnny English movie where she was actually yeah, she was. really good. Um, well, I've seen her in a couple of things recently and she's going to be in, um, uh, is it the new Pierce Brosnan movie she's in? or um, Sure. No Time to Die. It, no, it's a new, it's a Gary it's a movie with Gary Oldman coming out. She's going to be in, but I've some of she she kind of has embraced what a lot of Bond girls haven't, which is hey, I was in a big action movie. Let me just do a bunch of bad B grade action movies. And some of the bad B grade action movies I've seen her in, she's pretty good. She but like is she she's got to be the most forgettable actress. Like I mean, I forget she's in this movie. Like I ranked her. I'm just looking here. I ranked her. At Where 20th. did we rank you? Her? You ranked her at 20th, Noah. I ranked her at 20th. Colin, you ranked her at 15th. So she came in overall at 20th. Like, she just, she's got no presence. Like, I know she's in this movie, but, like, it's just like, well, what's the, like, ugh. Like, and I think think her character could have been better because, like, her backstory is kind of interesting. Um, so I think it kind of like they could have done so well. I mean, I defend Mustacha more than her because like Mustacha's <laughs> got a bit more of a backstory. And I, I recently watched For Your Eyes Only. I think that she's kind of a bit bland and a bit boring, but I'd much rather her any day of the week over old Tanner a bit. 
Everyone's we bored do- in this movie. Everyone is just bored in this movie. And Green is Ugh. so bad, and especially yeah. coming off Mads freaking Mickelson. I ranked him as the worst. Um, he I by think far I must have had him very far we, down. When we did Villains, he straight away, you had him at 23rd, and so did you, Colin. He came in oh, at, look at that. second so last. It's <laughs> all the Sony product placement. I, I want to rank Elvis just for the sunglasses. Holy fuck. Not the toupee. Oh, it is weird too. we didn't rank him because he's in more of this film than a lot of the henchmen we did rank. Yeah, no, that's a good point. But we just... Well, like, oh, he's, he's, yeah, exactly. Um, we had you, you Vlad know, on the show. Did we rank Vlad? No. Well, because he's, <laughs> he's, he's an ally of a villain, not a henchman. An ally an alien. an alien, yes, he's an alien. See, I uh, like, I like this guy, the the Generalissimo, the the yeah, the Bolivian well, dude. And I remember when we did the recap, you guys kind of laughed at me because I said there were two characters in this movie I liked, and they were um, uh, what's his name, Beam, the CIA guy, <laughs> and Beam. and and Strawberry Fields. But ah. in all honesty, we're talking about how everybody's bored in this movie. And I, Beam and, and Fields are probably the only two actors in this movie who look like they're at least having a little bit of fun. You just say that about Strawberry Fields because she gives you an erection. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ben follows her OnlyFans. Some... No, I'm following Daniel uh, Craig's OnlyFans after yeah, staring at his eyes in this movie. <laughs> this is the last Jeffrey Wright movie we get until No Time to Die. So, yay, Jeffrey yeah. Wright. I'm sorry, but that video just made me... Un- irrationally mad that they were defending green <laughs> and and you know what their defense was they even said in the video oh you're probably thinking he's very boring coming off someone like the sheep but that's what makes him good because he's a different <laughs> kind of villain but can we just go over the fact that he as is. we laugh so much in our 48 episodes on spectre that when spectre is this whole organization behind quantum that even in spectre they couldn't acknowledge green was a villain they mentioned him once don't they like you see freaking uh lashif and uh, silver like 20 times and the man behind quantum it's elvis <laughs> The whole, like, Spectre was a, a, around doing all of this the whole time. That only strengthens to weaken Quantum Assaults even further than it was at this point. The whole well, retcon of it makes it even worse. Is that really any different than what they what they do with um, uh, the Sean Connery movies? When it's like, oh, yeah, our associate, Dr. No. Yeah, but Another at least four, Dr. No, no mentioned Spectre. The film uh, Spectre, the, Spectre, Spectre. Spectre? Spectre. <laughs> I can't take my eyes off Elvis. <laughs> Not in that way, but just the toupee, the sunglasses. Yeah, you want to see his only fan. <laughs> why, why, why does Green have to have like the open shirt? Like, are they trying to make oh. Green sexy? You, you, where's the the guy sweeping nothing? I can't believe I almost missed that. We may have missed that at this point. That was at the gate, wasn't it? When he drives past. Yeah, push broom three feet off the ground. Yeah. Like, okay, oh, like, cool again, stunt. Craig looks bored, but he does look pretty good in a bite. Jesus, he's so gay in this episode. Oh he looks so broody and sexy. <laughs> How can one man be so broody, but yet so sexy? <laughs> like, his ass looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really about a million ass shots. We're 10 minutes in. 
I don't, I don't, I don't get why I'm so attracted to him in this movie. Look at him on that boat, the way he's turning the engine. Oh. The, the only character that's not bored in this film is Daniel Craig's ass. Oh. <laughs> well, it's bulge. We, we talked about Colin getting an erection. I think I'm getting an erection right now. Oh, my God. again with the quick shots where we can't see anything that's happening. We just and had a quick that's... shot of the camera falling into rubble. I, you know, this movie was also, even by people who defended the movie, it was criticized when it came out because of sort of copying the Bourne style. But maybe because of those Bourne movies and that just sort of being so popular, it wasn't as obvious to me until now when Noah's pointing out, I'm like, it's not even that I, I mind the fast cutting. It's just, it looks dated because that editing style is so over and done with now. It was like after the Matrix, how everything was the yeah. um, bullet Bullet time. time. Now, last time we saw Bond in a boat with a girl that was Pam after a bar fight. So, uh, <laughs> that's not what true. World's not enough. Cigar girl. No. Come on. Well, well they oh, weren't in a boat together. Dueling boats. Again, that, that shot where we had just had Camilla, she apparently hit someone using like a wrench or something. But then we just cut and she was on the ground completely soaking wet. Wasn't it was Bond like in a boat. Five minutes of the film. Wasn't Bond in a boat with what's the face in the last movie? That's when he he sees a stationary order on the the laptop before they're in Venice. Aren't they on a boat together? In that uh, scene? No, yeah, you're right. And uh, I, I love hearing the fact that. that I can't see anything that's happening in this film because half of it is just waves. But when you do get a good stunt like those two boats colliding, it looks good. You just wish you could see it for I don't know 0. 0.5 seconds longer. I, I would take a slide whistle at this point. <laughs> also the sound that noah makes when daniel craig's cream pants first appear on screen again another ass shot <laughs> you're you're noticing that and you're no problem with those i remember one time at school i wore a pair of white pants it rained <laughs> And I sat down on a wet, <laughs> and I had like red underwear on, so everyone could see my underwear. So like, why can't we see Daniel Craig's underwear right now? This film is so unrealistic. Did we did we not talk about this in the recap that this makes no sense? Like he just literally met this woman, she shoots at him, kicks him out, then he saves her because reasons. Because Daniel Craig's got a boner. And he like he gets a boner for this woman. He doesn't get to bone her. Literally, in this movie but isn't this the only Bond girl that he never fucks? He's also incompetent, like Noah said, because he wasn't supposed to save her. Like, what a man! Just assuming damsel in distress, she needs saving. Yeah, sex but, is fucking Bond. Like again, this boat chase. Like this could have been like a from Russia with love kind of thing that we could have been. <laughs> he could have been wearing about. a hat. <laughs> Where is his hat? <laughs> I want a captain's hat. <laughs> talking about this boat chase but no one even remembers this boat chase even happened it could have been this amazing stunt and amazing action sequence no one's talking about the boat chase from quantum of salt because noah <laughs> no one's talking about quantum of salt <laughs> just cream pants <laughs> like literally think about daniel craig people talk about oh like skyfall was amazing casino Royale was amazing spectre was shit and then there was that other one he did I can't be the only one that was looking for red underwear at that point. <laughs> <laughs>
Even like the way they edit it there, like it's like Daniel Craig ringing up, blah, blah, blah. And then you just cut to a random Haitian guy standing on the street looking at a wall. Ooh, that's all I want to see in my Bond film. Now, I think Tanner's I'm the fat. other one here who's uh, Rory Sniff. Man, <laughs> sorry. Tanner loses weight between now and Skyfall. Tanner's fat here. And, Look and at this. Hair. The last time we did a Quantum of Solace episode, Ben was much heavier. Now he's slimmed down and he's just judging everybody, body shaming Tanner. I was body shaming myself watching Noah and Al film the other night. I'm like, what did I call myself? I was like, I'm Jabba the Hutt. How did anybody even like me back then? I was watching the one that you and I, know, uh, Colin, were in Winnipeg. We were going to the Builder Pizza. I was ordering like 20 pizzas. Like, <laughs> That's when we went to the Human Rights Museum and we were saying yeah. that Noah was stealing my <laughs> human rights. <laughs> they didn't let you in, though. Oh, and we signed, uh, what was it, the, in the the basement of the uh, the Manitoba <laughs> Legislative Building? They Noah. Had, we, yeah, they had a display on uh, a guest book for, like, female rights in voting, and we signed for Noah Gross, <laughs> and it just was, hey, Noah Gross, snug. <laughs> Oh, God. We're such a dick to Noah when we go to places. You know, you, you got to do another one of these travel films because I, I don't even know if a major movie, but I just remember when you were talking about um, you and Noah on, on that trip, just getting random messages throughout the day <laughs> as you and Noah were competing to see whose Instagram post Jamie would like first. <laughs> I even said in the video that I, did you notice that point, Noah? I'm like, oh, I said something about Colin. And then I'm like, you know, stop your wife liking my Instagram post or something. <laughs> I told, I think I waited like three days to tell Jamie. He's like, you know, they're competing to see who gets the likes quicker. What was that episode that you and I did? Colin and I was like sending Jamie inappropriate things. And she was like, ah, Colin, Ben, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, here's my hero beam. That's a mustache. Well, and, and come on, David, the time this movie comes out, David Harper's nobody. Now, what are we 13 years later like david harbour's uh, one of the biggest stars in this movie well jeffrey Wright he's got nominated now. for an oscar <laughs> he's fat now but come on we, we he's he's gonna be a black widow he's hellboy he's stranger things i'm so excited for jeffrey Wright as felix to come back oh yeah yeah i mean it'd be let's, great if we ever get to see the movie so <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's make predictions right here, right now. Is this Jeffrey Wright's last Felix movie, or will he be back? For be back. I think he's. I think he's gonna be back because they're whenever they transition to a new actor, uh, they'll probably Judy Dench him. He's the one who's gonna transition from. I, I think they'll Judy Dench, Ray Fiennes, and Naomi Harris and Ben Whishaw, but I don't think they'll Judy Dench Jeffrey Wright. I do. I, I, I don't think that Jeffrey Wright now. would. He well, come on, Seth Linder. <laughs> What, are they going to bring back Sex Linda? <laughs> no, he was older than Jeffrey Wright. Dominic Green is so ugly. I don't get the appeal of the character. Of which one? Of, of oh, the Beam? CIA. Yeah. yeah. Again, he's not great. It's just in this movie, he comes across <laughs> as great. Well, I'm so just it's like Thunderball and shit, but Vargas is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Oh, because I like Thunderball. I just don't like Vargas. <laughs> but but Felix in that that cream colored suit. <laughs> 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 
Why is um, Felix in some like beige tan number, like with a white? Yeah, he looks like... great in that. that yeah, his that shirt's beige. unbuttoned. Yeah, I want. We need to get those suit that suit James Bond podcast on here right now to comment on oh, Daniel Craig's pants. <laughs> Did either of you watch uh, Westworld? I, uh, I, I saw some of the f- first <laughs> some of the first season, but I haven't made it through oh, it yet. Jeffrey Wright is so good. Oh, Jeffrey Wright's great in anything. Like, Why do they change the font? Yeah, the font changes <laughs> every time. He's so ugly. Look at him. <laughs> He's like a toad. Well, I mean, so is Goldfinger. I'm not going to judge him for that. But I would Man, rather. I would rather Goldfinger in tan pants because he's a bit jolly. <laughs> he's got personality. I want, I want someone here to take a screenshot of Austri sitting here on Saturday night commentating Bond of Assault. <laughs> like, we're the three most handsome men that ever existed. <laughs> no, you and I have lost weight. Colin's running, so we're fit and healthy. Yeah, we just he's just a normal-looking man. That's his problem. He's normal. He's he is boring. He is ugly. He yeah. is the least menacing Bond villain. Like literally every Bond, like you would even find Gustav Graves slightly menacing when he's in his RoboCop suit. Ugly. But like Dominic Green, like he wouldn't scare. I mean, who's the scaredest person? Um, Me. I don't know. I'm a wuss. Like, yeah, I was gonna say Kincaid. <laughs> I just got that. I just got that. References to past episodes. Who is the ugly? Hang on, hang on, Kinkade. That was a lot of energy. Who is the the ugliest uh, Bond villain and who is the hottest? And where does Green fit in between those two? How many drinks have you had? Green is the ugliest. Green is by far the ugliest. You're going to say he's the the ugliest of all time. Of I'm Bond villains, yeah, I would rather Goldfinger's OnlyFans than <laughs> Dominic Green's. He's jolly. He's got personality. He would put some exuberance to masturbating. Whereas fucking Green <laughs> would just be like, "Rivet, rivet, rivet." Oh, I'm done. And the, did you say the best looking? Um, yeah, Electra. But I was going to say Trevelyan, but sure, Electra. The Trevelyan, uh, <laughs> yeah. Red Grant, maybe. Gustav Graves, Toby Stevens is pretty hot. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh... Yeah, he's a good one. Oh. <laughs> a view to a kill. What's his name? Oh, Chris oh, Walken. Christopher Walken. He can walk on you to me. Yeah. yeah, he's pretty attractive. This um, this scene made that well, the opera scene made. I thought that was Matthew Perry. Is that Matthew Perry? <laughs> <laughs> He did become Bond. <laughs> he did, he is. Chandler's in this movie. Um, uh, the the opera scene made our Hall of Fame. I, I do like the opera scene. <laughs> what, what was our Hall of Fame for this? Uh, the, opera scene, the opera scene, Mathis's death and Green's death. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mathis's death, I'll stand by that. Oh, this is like the birth of Bluetooth headphones right here. <laughs> it looks like they're wearing, they're like pirates with an earring. Why do you oh, have to Matthew knock Perry. him out, Bond? <laughs> Why is Matthew Perry asleep? Because <laughs> he's on drugs. He's passed out again. 
You, you know, know it's a bad film when the most badass thing that Daniel Craig does is break the handle <laughs> of a toy. <laughs> no, I, I do like the bit, though, where uh, he, like, interrupts you. He's like, if I may put an opinion, and everyone's like, Argh. yeah, Sorry. No. <laughs> uh, no, did you ever see Mission Impossible Rogue Nation? No, I never saw Ben, Ben, you saw it, though. The opera scene in Quantum or the opera scene in Mission Impossible? I've only seen Mission Impossible once and I vaguely remember it. Um, I've seen this a lot more. I, I I don't know. Like, that went for longer, didn't it? The one in Mission Impossible? Yeah. It, it had a big fight sequence above it. I mean, that that's obviously the better version. I think days. I remember when we recapped it, I think I said I still like this better. I can't remember. I've only seen oh, that movie did, once. Did either, of you play the, did either of you play the video game Quantum of Solace? This was actually a really fun level. The oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, Noah and I just played Die Another Day on the Bond Legends <laughs> or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. I never got to that level. <laughs> Jay, a golden eye pinball. That video is still on our Facebook. <laughs> No, I've got a, I've got a better question: the opera scene in this film or the opera scene in the Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> or the opera scene in the Fifth Element? I, I love oh. that we have not yet brought up the opera scene in the Living Daylights. <laughs> oh yeah, cello. <laughs> oh, that scene shit. Nothing to declare. Oh, that's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> I'll come and grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Just think of all those laugh out loud moments you got from Timothy Dalton. Hey, we did Beautician and the Beast and you liked that movie. Shut again, up. Again, anything outside of Bond, he has humor. He's a funny guy, but Noah, in Bond, you, this doesn't work. Are you jealous, Noah, that you missed out on Beautician <laughs> and the Beast recap and then we interviewed the director of Beautician and the Beast? I will never let that down. Hey, we both bought that movie, didn't we, Colin? We enjoyed it. Yeah, it was better than I expected. And I'm, I've never been side. so disappointed in you two in my life. Hey, we, <laughs> you avoided Zardoz, Mr. Groves. You didn't have to see oh, that crap. <laughs> wow. Still the worst movie I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> I think it's funny because uh, the Zardoz is evil. If you ever uh, want to watch, have you seen Zardoz, Noah? Have you actually watched it? No. So oh, if you ever want to watch Sean Connery be forced to get an erection looking at porn, <laughs> then watch Zardoz. And or in a wedding a wedding dress. dress. Sounds like Sean Connery in Diamond Rothroom. <laughs> Standing in as a horse with a buggy. <laughs> See, Daniel this Craig is really cute. sexy there. Look at him. Well, and the music is great in this movie. Like da- da- I, David Arnold, I-, I wish he would come back. Like I don't mind the scores for Skyfall Inspector. Sure, it's kind of cool. We got what Hans Zimmer doing the new one, but I mean, David Arnold was as close to John Barry as we'd ever get. Sorry, I just love how No Time to Die just becomes the new one, <laughs> the new one, <laughs> that one. I do, I do really like that sequence here where it goes quiet, like it just there's just yeah. silence oh, and you I'm see like a couple of gunshots. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. Oh, grow up, Noah. <laughs> I just really like this. Is, this is it. Like I get the whole flashy thing again. Like the editing, it's a bit odd, but like I don't know. This works. I just like it. This works whole in a sequence. Yeah. Partly because it is is okay, but it doesn't hold a candle to like the Egypt spy lovely sort of stuff. Now, here's here's another question: the way that Die Another Day did all these tributes to past Bond movies, or the way that Quantum of Solace does it, like this to the spy who loved me with the necktie, drop him off the building. 
because this one has quite a few little throwbacks to classic movies. It's just they're a lot more subtle. The one cool evil thing, this is the one thing that I like Green doing, this cool bit that he does here when he's like, he's seeing my face, like finishing or whatever he says. That's the one thing that I like from him because I think it's kind of cool. Like it's a bit of a dick evil moment. And then he looks so fucking ugly looking up. Tanner, fat Tanner. Fat Tanner with hair. <laughs> oh, dog, M's about to have a bath. Oh, there we go. M in the bath. Ooh. Yes, please. <laughs> M's on <laughs> Take it off, Judy. Take it off. I can There's see red underwear. Yours. She's wearing red underwear. Why is she, like, talking, doing work when she's in the bath? Oh, it's all right, Tanner. I'm just disrobing. <laughs> You know it's a bad film when Judy Dench, one of the most legendary actors ever, is also born in this movie. <laughs> this has to be Judy Dench's worst M performance. Hey, Mathis isn't born in this movie. Well, he's dead. No. Well, he's in this movie before he dies. It's, well, then he dies. During, like, Korean, Korean skincare. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she looks so hot at no, is Korean skincare different than British skincare? British don't have skincare, Colin. <laughs> or a dental clearly, plan. Clearly, you've never been to London. <laughs> Remember the Simpsons where uh, the big book of British smiles? <laughs> I say in, in Austin Powers. When they keep when they keep doing the whole thing with the teeth, it's like we've got two. Okay. Oh, I get it. That must be plastic explosive. That's it. No, Austin, there have been great advancements in dental care. So yes, I get it. I oh, I'm very excited about this. This lady who's the um the the counter agent here. You're I've been very watching... excited about this. No, no, no. no. I've been watching this. I've been watching this British TV show called The Job Lot, which is absolutely hilarious. She, she's the star on it, and I was sort of looking at her, like, have these people done anything else? I'm like, she was in Quantum of Solace, so I was just watching the second last episode of The Job Lot last night. Great show. You, Check it out. You, you know this movie's bad when you're most excited about the death <laughs> clerk. <laughs> oh, the death gonna... clerk. Scene. I was going to say, Ben, uh, you know our co-host is getting old when he's excited about <laughs> the desk clerk who's in five seconds. Do you know, do you know what's funny about desk clerks, though? Because uh, Casino Royale... <laughs> oh, lots ben. of things. <laughs> when, when, when I think about the funniest people I know, they're all desk clerks. They have me in stitches all the time. No, oh. I was just gonna say the the um the desk clerk at the um the the hotel in the Bahamas in Casino Royale oh, was the, no that was uh, 2012 the the Russian lady who got the breast implants in 2012. Oh, I thought you were talking about the movie. I thought you meant like in the year 2012 no, 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 this Russian lady. <laughs> Okay. In no. 2018, a Russian lady also got breast implants. So? In 20, 2019, Mathis did. Yeah, we're missing the 10th best Bond ally of all time. Mathis's girlfriend, though, with her line, you only buy the cheap stuff. That's some good humor in here. Is this Naboo? Was this the movie where we were debating if this was Naboo? No. <laughs> 
did we? <laughs> Wasn't there a movie? It does look like it. No, I, I think don't like it was, sand. It's coarse. Because it was, Daniel Craig's a hand on <laughs> the the small of Mathis's back. Okay, this, everywhere. <laughs> You're I, think, I, I think that's why we brought up the sand thing as well as the sand. But can I also just point out with Daniel Craig, he's gone from being sexy in cream pants and looking all broody. Yeah, now he's in a granddad cardigan. <laughs> And what, yeah, why is Math- <laughs> Mathis wearing the cardigan over the shoulders? What is this, 1984? <laughs> but you know it's bad when Mathis looks younger than Craig does. That, that cardigan yeah, is what not is working. It? Oh, is he wearing Blunstons? Cool. I think he's wearing Blunstons. <laughs> he's still got the cream pants. <laughs> it's the same pair. <laughs> I think you're just yeah. creaming your pants too much. <laughs> I, I ranked Mathis too low. I'll admit it. We really do have to have the Bond, the Bond dress-up guy on for an episode just to talk about the cream pants. Do you own a pair? Where can you get? And why is, is he? <laughs> this is a real thing. You clearly follow our show, man. There, there's a there's an actual podcast. Like they they talk about like the fashion of Bond. It's like the suits oh, of Bond. God, um, <laughs> no, it's a great show. It's not Spectre, etc. <laughs> Oh, I haven't released an episode in a while. Can we just talk about the sunglasses, though? Like, this movie is a movie of ugly sunglasses. What are those ones Craig's yeah. wearing? Jesus. <laughs> it's like a, a highway patrol cop. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only time we smile or feel. <laughs> I want your hands on my skin, Daniel. Now, what do we think of Gemma, the, like, Mathis's milk? Do we like her? Yeah, she's fun. She's for what three lines in the movie? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, you were you were raving about the desk clerk. <laughs> <laughs> She'd make Stop a it. great desk clerk. Stop it, Noah! You'll make me laugh. <laughs> I, I've decided I'm no longer going to go watch stand-up comedy. I'm just going to go to my local hotel. Tell me a joke. <laughs> You're a desk clerk. You must be funny. <laughs> Is Mathis? He's better in this film or in uh, I I think we talked about this before. It's, it's, as odd as it sounds, I actually prefer Mathis in this one. I think I said that too. Where, where did we rank Mathis? Top 10? I think I ranked him the highest. I think you two like ranked him low, and I was like, why are you ranking him so low? I think, didn't I, I rank him, I had top him in five? the top five? I thought I had him No, I ranked five. him 10th, and then you guys ranked him quite high. This was yeah, the episode I'm we did sure recently. I'm pretty sure in my top five. Okay, I'm going to find this out. Let's have a look here. Um, yeah, I ranked him second. Holy fuck, I knew I ranked him high. Wow. Was I four uh, or five for me? Noah, you had him at ninth, and Colin, you had him at fifth. Because, yeah, I was baffled that you two, like, ranked him so low. I think Mathis, to me, yeah, like, I think he just is a great ally, and he's fun, and I don't know if I like <laughs> him in this movie more. but Noah yeah. had Tent Guy from Spy Who Loved Me at nine. <laughs> That was a really awkward laugh. Um, you're no death clerk, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> who is hey, that? Oh, there she is. Strawberry fields forever. Is that meant to I be like the joke? It, is that it, what, Ben? Is yeah, that, that meant is, to be the, the joke. joke? The Beatles song? Yeah, and also the kind she, of pube, uh, red. <laughs> well, because she keeps saying just fields. <laughs> That's the joke. Strawberry fields. <laughs> We're talking about pubes. <laughs> is that what the song's joke. about? Strawberry Fields is the joke. Is that, that's what the song is about, though. 
I don't think the Beatles sang about pubes. <laughs> all the Beatles songs now that I know are different. Yesterday, all my pubes were shaved away. Help. We all live in a yellow submarine of pubes. Yellow submarine of pubes. Hey, pubes, don't shave me off. He's wearing some nice cream pants. It's got up my dong. What was it? Uh, Diamonds Are Forever, where he mentions the carpets matching the drapes. I think it's Diamonds Are Forever. <laughs> Live and let pubes. Dun, dun. I was going to say that there was a, a part of uh, Diamonds Are Forever that I liked that I want to mention there, but I know this is going to be looped into some future episode, so I'm going to shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I just, I just want it was, was it the Zardoz episode where we ended up spending like a good portion of it as Sean Connery singing Britney Spears? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, Oops, I I it. I'm a womanizer, womanizer, womanizer. Now, oh, rest in peace, Sean. Strawberry Fields is one of the only bright spots of this entire yeah. film. But man, if I had to work with her, I'd be bloody annoyed. You with the actress, you mean, or the character? Uh, no, not the actress. Just if my if my work had Strawberry Fields as an employee, God, she would be a nice one. But so, I will, can well, I she is a fun character. I, I I'd put up with her. I will say that one of the funniest bits in this movie is also that bit when they walk into that hotel and he just walks out and goes to like a five-star hotel. That's funny. The, the set design in this movie is pretty solid. I mean, it always Pre- is in Bond movies, Pre- but I mean, this one... Pretty solid. <laughs> <laughs> I know we, we kind of, you know, mock the, 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 big, the, the big classic uh, Bond battle and this time it's just sort of like a glass castle in the middle of the desert, but it's it's something. Bright spot well, in the movie. Show- it shows how dull, like in color, this film is. That her hair just stands out like it's nobody's business because everything hair? in this Which film is so not? dull. <laughs> and that cream her jacket of hers, film. wow. Well, I'm a bit disappointed that Craig's uh, lost the cream pants. <laughs> I, I'm actually a bit disappointed that I've never used the whole stationary line to pick up women before. It clearly works. <laughs> <laughs> Come check out the stationary. Oh. <laughs> I do like the idea of these three being missionaries. That's quite fun. Yeah. I'm just thinking of Daniel Craig a missionary. <laughs> That's... That is quite the chest, isn't it? You can just grate is, all that it? cheese. Are those scars supposed to be from the sheep? Or... No, I think, so, had yeah. a good old, I think he just had that good old session with strawberry. Like it was a <laughs> bit kinky. The pubes were scratching oh on him. God. Yeah, I know. He is hot. I mean, so is she. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know what, we, oh, you, we got to watch, um, uh, I was going to call it, not, not Abraham Lincoln Vampire. And what was the one that she did this like class? Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Because you get her versus Fomka Jansen in that movie. Okay, well, I'm down. But I just want to point out, as Colin, we need to educate Colin here. Somebody who thinks fighting is sex and sex is fighting. Like, <laughs> that's not how sex works. Like, you don't just, like, have a woman leaning over and you kiss her back while the sheep's like, back. you're not yeah. seeing the good bits. That scene wouldn't fly these days, I think. No, I know you haven't had a date, but also that's not how sex works. <laughs> no, that's the reason why, because I tried it based on this film. That's why I this <laughs> Lean I forward, cover your boobs with the sheet. Did, did Noah get all of his uh, uh, tips from Tommy Wiseau in the room? <laughs> <laughs> 
I've, I've just gone out in cream pants and start kissing people's <laughs> back. And next minute, people are tweeting about me. Look, Creaming uh, cream pants. We will offer for our first Patreon subscriber a picture of your favorite 007 host in cream pants. With red underwear. With <laughs> red underwear, yes. <laughs> you know, it's actually funny on Zoom, but Noah and Colin can't see my underwear behind me. So, you know, it's... Yeah. <laughs> I'm and in a really I weird position. Red. Is that actually red under? I see red behind you. Is that your underwear? No, I'll show you these ones though. Hang on. No, 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 no. <laughs> they have They have koalas on them. <laughs> it is red underwear. It's orange. It's not red. Wait, why are we staring at Ben's red underwear instead of Strawberry Fields? Because she's got red I, pubes. I, wa- <laughs> I wonder if anyone else at Ben's school remembers that story as well as Ben oh. remembers it. Does who anyone at my school-, school remember me? Like, that's the question. Come on, who, who, do we, who do we know that went to school with you at that point that could tell us the story? I don't talk Everyone to people longer than like ben two years. <laughs> you two are like the longest people I know in my life. I'm like, you and, have, have we not known each other for like nearly 10 years this year? No, I think you yeah. and I have known each other for 10 years this year. Jesus, when you and were I'm 16? on the contract. Yeah, Remember when I messaged yeah. Noah when he was 16? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we have an argument about this, Noah, that it was like, Noah, you messaged me first and then we discovered that yeah, I messaged yeah, you first? <laughs> Ben thought it was was me that messaged him first, and I I went back and I scrolled through every single message and found that it was Ben cold calling sixteen year old. <laughs> he groomed me. I know it was, it was it was surprising. A 16's usually too old for me. <laughs> You know it's sad when I'm I'm almost only twenty six and Ben's known for ten. Well, isn't Colin like forty now? I am. Uh, he's older than that. <laughs> older than that? <laughs> I am fifty six. <laughs> I don't have an age. I'm just ageless. I'm like Madonna. <laughs> I thought Colin was in the retirement home. <laughs> wow. We're so it, this is, movie. Is, this, is this Camille's best scene, though? <laughs> what, that she's uh, kissing a frog face? No, like prior to this where she's sort of messing around with him in front of all his people. Oh, yes. Who, I mean, got, that, that famous Camille movies. messing around. Well, no, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I'm saying it's it's the one part of this movie she shows a little personality. Are we watching the same thing, Colin? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, Camilla when she comes up when, when Green's when Green's talking to all of his donors or whatever, and she's going on and on about all his terrorist activities and laughing, and he's like, "Yeah, that's very good. That's very come with me." And he tries to push her off the balcony. Yes, it's almost is... as funny as that moment with the. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't saying it was funny. I'm saying that it's the most personality we get out of her in this movie. Like when, what, when Ben pushed against a shelf? Well, I'm sorry, Ben. I'm, you called out the, all the personality we got out of Green by saying, don't let him look at me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You two spent how long laughing at me for talking about like falling in love in a boat and the romance and the sexual oh, chemistry. And then, Elvis and then, is toupee. And then Colin says that the personality from What's-Her-Face getting pushed against a ledge. Oh, it shines. <laughs> oh, there's this. Oh, Felix is looking pretty sexy there. Yeah. 
This movie has no attractive women in it, all right? I've got to look at someone. <laughs> is uh, I'm horny. I mean, we talked about OnlyFans. Yeah, Field, Strawberry. Please. I wouldn't kick Strawberry Fields out of bed in the morning. Would you kiss her back? Would I kiss her back? I said kick her out of bed, not kiss no. her out of bed. What? No, kiss her yeah, back. Would you like kiss her Or would I kiss back. her back? <laughs> <laughs> not a back, maybe a front. Why would uh, I kiss her back? What? What's there to gain from that? Oh, let me well, kiss your Daniel shoulder Craig blade. Seems very into it. I yeah. would kiss Daniel Craig's back. That's a back. <laughs> oh, sad scene here. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. This is this guy's big break, this cop. Yeah, he's not <laughs> acting. They weren't acting, and this is just how it works. In, uh, <laughs> they get pulled over. Now I'm thinking about Bullfinger Ben, where they, they, the screenwriter gets his cameo. Tough guys like you don't get far in this world, mister. <laughs> I haven't watched that in so long. I need to rewatch that. Gotcha, sucker. <laughs> Aww. What? Okay, are there not such things as exit wounds? Like, how come the bullets don't... Is Massasat fat that he doesn't get, like, the bullets go through him? Bond's dead right now. Has this actor of Massas, I'm sorry, I don't know his name, but was he in anything after this movie? I think he's dead now, isn't he? What? Um, did we look him <laughs> up, I think. Stop saying people are dead, Ben. No, he, you're not oh, no, he's not yet. He's not dead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Giancarlo Giannini. You're probably dead now. Um, He was nominated for an Oscar in 1975. There you go. For what? Uh, a movie called Seven Beauties. Ah. Oh, Great movie. Love it. Uh, since Quantum of Solace, he has been in such gems as La Bella Societa, La Prima Nota della Luna, he's been nothing that I've heard of. This is funny. Apparently, he is the Italian dubber for all of Al Pacino's movies. You watch oh, The Godfather, it's his voice. The, thing, the things you learn <laughs> on 007. Desk clerks are the funniest people in the world. Actually, you know what? Gina There's a movie. dubs Al Pacino movies. <laughs> There's a movie here I have um, on my Netflix queue or Amazon, one of them, with Paul Rudd. The Catcher Was a Spy. It's a uh, spy movie, and he's in that. Oh, Jeff is it? Daniel, Jeff Daniels, Mark Strong, Guy Pierce, Paul Giamatti, oh, Paul Rudd. Oh, Let's oh, watch this. Actors. Paul yeah. Rudd in a, oh, in a serious movie? Oh. Hi, I'm Paul Rudd. Remember our great impersonation, Colin? This Hi, is I'm great, Paul though. <laughs> this is great, though. It's like where he throws him in a dumpster. He wouldn't care. Yeah, this that's, is a that's great how bit. I'm going to get buried. I mean, it's very <laughs> unlikely, very unlikely. But if I die before you two, uh, feel free to do this because it's very effective. No, the way you pound them back just to get through a commentary, you are dying before us. What are you drinking? Is that like a blue can <laughs> with a pair of pants on it? Like, what is that? <laughs> that's, that's your uh, red underpants from when you sat down. <laughs> I also love how the cans are getting progressively bigger. I know. <laughs> we're concerned. About, did we say this on another episode, Ben? There was an episode we did. Where we're like, we're really concerned about Noah's drinking. <laughs> it's getting out of control. <laughs> He's only listening. Because that's when you only mention this. Oh, I was listening to 007 when I was drunk. Ah! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Yeah, Did we say that one episode, Colin? We're like, oh, no one's going to listen to this when he's drunk. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> You should be concerned because I've completely stopped watching the movie at this time. I, <laughs> I love how doesn't he swap I mean, a car for a plane? Like, why would you would swap it a kill car for Camilla a plane? to just smile once? She's in Quantum of Solace. No, there's nothing to smile about. <laughs> I mean, we've had many Bond girls, and even Mustacha, who had her parents slaughtered in front of her, she at least smiled once in the film. Well, Noah, that just happened. You move on pretty quickly. Her parents got m- raped and murdered like 20 years ago. She's still sad. Here that's comes the Bol- reference again. That's how Bolivians do shit. And Daniel Craig has not smiled once in this film either. Well, he so did Daniel once. You, didn't he smile ben, once you pointed in it out. Film? Well, Ben, oh. you pointed it out. You said that's the only time he smiles in this movie. Go me. I'm sorry, but... Not only is this Daniel Craig's worst performance, this is one of the worst Bond performances all around, along what with... What is... It's... I'd still put it above probably the last three Connery performances. It's like, he's enjoying himself slightly more than Connery yeah, and but, only twice or Diamonds But at least Connery well, and Diamonds. Diamonds are forever. At least it has that kind of charm of, I don't care, but this film is nuts. This yeah. is like, I don't care, and this film but, is... Hurting this is enough. this is still better than you only live twice. Yeah, maybe. But if no, we're ranking it... like bottom five on on performances, this is up there. Which is coming off his first one just two years later is pretty bad. What is the worst then, Noah? Oh. Uh... <laughs> Probably this one, I think. I was going to say <laughs> This has to be days, one of the worst, but... <laughs> die another day ben, is not ben, a bad you, performance. You, you, you break the tie here. Craig in this or Connery in You Only Live Twice? As worse? Yeah. I mean, we are talking about a movie where he talks about birds in bushes and chest hair and... <laughs> yeah, probably you only That's what's twice. missing from this film. What, chest hair? <laughs> But I mean, at least at least with you only live twice. Like, you have an amazing volcano seat. Like, you forget about it because like there's certain things that you go, okay, that's kind of cool. And oh, look how racist they were. And there's like naked people in baths. Whereas this, it's like, yeah. Honestly, if you didn't know that Daniel Craig was James Bond and you turned this film on, you wouldn't know this was a Bond film. There's nothing that's Bond yeah, about this but, apart from Judy Dench and Rory, but, Fat Rory Kinnear. Again. What Ben was saying about watching this back to back with Casino Royale, kind of like the Rogue One New Hope thing, this, even though this is different, this is kind of what I wanted out of Diamonds Are Forever. If we had had Lazenby back, it wouldn't have been just your typical Bond movie, but it, it's it's what's appropriate for following something like Casino Royale. Not that yeah, I mean, again, it rebut- needs a lot rebut- of work. Because I hear that so much. And to me, that is not a defense of the film. To me, that's a criticism of the film. If a film needs to stand on the legs of a great film to be considered anything, that's a criticism, not a defense of the well, film. If this what's film the Empire is not good enough to... Yeah, what's the Empire, Empire Strikes Back? No, I completely different, disagree. The Empire Strikes Back, you could just chuck on and that carries itself from start to finish as just a great film. It does not need any leg. You could... I, I even think The Empire Strikes Back might be the first Star Wars film I ever saw. 
you can watch that you're on half it's just amazing you get to the end you can totally understand the dynamics with luke and vader it's the middle chapter but it stands completely on its own you could watch the but, two towers which is the part of one big story and that film can hold itself up not if return to the king to, though <laughs> well maybe not but if you need to defend this film of oh well, it continues on and it stands on this other film. That's a criticism. That is not a defense of a film. But, and uh, I heard some people defending The Last Jedi <laughs> uh, by saying, Why do you similar. listen to idiots? To me, to me that, that is not defending the film. Anytime anyone brings up this defense of, oh, it's the last act of Casino Royale, to me, that's another reason to put it down. That is not a defense. That's proving. A film should be able to stand on its own. Some of, you used Empire Strikes Back. I completely disagree. That's a film that, yes, it builds on another story, but it has a logical beginning and end, and it doesn't but rely it, on that other story. It's Empire, solid as it is. Empire is a much better move in this, but uh, the idea of let's follow, let's see what Bond would be like after something like Vesper. That makes sense. I don't think this needed to be a direct continuation Casino Royale. I also think that what, what doesn't work about this is that they do tack on the storyline, which has nothing to do with Casino Royale, his mission. This should have either just been a Vesper revenge mission or it should have been its own thing. But combining the two doesn't work. I hate but these people right what? now. Sorry. You hate lesbians? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> I thought you just said you hate lesbians. Yeah, of all the people on this podcast that would hate lesbians, it would be me. <laughs> the guy that just rewatched Blue is the lesbian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A guy can't get a date, and a guy doesn't know who's sexy, and I'm the one who hates lesbians. <laughs> I hate this no, scene. Ben, I hate ben the, is right. the. This scene is something straight out of Star Wars, which is not what you want. But- no. One of the areas where I feel like this movie—this is going to sound wrong—I'm probably going to be fun. Whether this movie ages better than you would expect is that this whole "let's continue, let's just sequel bait a movie, and then it's all about the next chapters." So this is what every movie is doing now, and that's really getting bad. Like, how many movies have we watched been in the last year or two? Where like, yeah, you know, this movie would be fine if it wasn't just setting up a sequel. And I feel like Casino Royale set up an idea that was interesting of where would Bond go after this. And this probably handles it better than a lot of modern sequels are doing. The thing that I find interesting too about this, I mean, this is the only Craig film that we got, what, two years after the original. Everything else has been like, what, four years, three years, and 37 years. Yeah. So (laughs) Noah was 16 when the last Bond movie came out. (laughs) And now Noah's child is 16. Um, But like, like, I know they used to do it back in the day with them, but like, People criticize Tomorrow uh, Never Dies because it's like, oh, it felt rushed. They just rushed into yeah. it. Like, I mean, Tomorrow Never Dies is oh. a standard entertaining Bond film. There's nothing wrong with Tomorrow Never You talk about underrated. That's an underrated film. And then The World Is Not Enough comes two years later. And, like, mm-hmm. none of them feel rushed or whatever. And, okay, they yeah. didn't go for the sequel treatment for those films. But, like, What is I mean, different? Like, why in the 90s could they get away, and not just in Bond, with so many franchises, why could they get away with do it in two years and produce a better movie? And now it's impossible to do that. You do three yeah, years Wars. and it's rushed. And that's the other <laughs> problem, right? Star Wars, if they had taken oh, one yeah, extra that's... year... Those the movies Marvel. might have worked. The Marvel movies kind of get away with it, but I guess that's... But, depends. I mean, now we're... They don't really even make sequels anymore. And if you look at the one that was the quickest, like Iron Man 2, that movie certainly doesn't work. Well, here's the thing is, not only do I... 
I think that that is not a valid defense to say that this is the third act or it's the sequel. Like, not only do I think that weakens the film, the the other kind of argument on that end is all three of us went and saw Casino Royale in 2006 at the cinema. I'm pretty sure none of us three left that thinking, oh, this story is not finished. We need... A- yeah. I'm pretty sure when we saw him say Paul and James Bond, we were getting amped and, okay, now we're in. This is Daniel Craig, James Bond, let's get the yeah, next film. And none of us were thinking, oh, we need to continue on. And I remember seeing, thinking, what? Like, thinking that the next film was just going to be a mission of Bond. And maybe they would mention well, Vespa and whatnot. And, I mean, none of us thinking, oh, we need to continue straight on with this. I think one of the problems with this movie, one of the things that interested me with this movie right away was it picks up five minutes later. But then when you get to the end of the movie, what doesn't work is it picking up five minutes later because then it feels like it has to be the third act Casino Royale and it shouldn't be. When we did the books, we, we both ranked Honor Majesty's Secret Service. And I think, did you rank You Only Live Twice number one? Because I think I ranked that like number two or number three. No, I think yeah, I ranked it I about it four. <laughs> <laughs> but You Only Live Twice, the book is the perfect example of what I wanted out of the Diamonds Are Forever movie and what I wanted out of this, which is it's its own story. It stands on its own legs, but you at least get the aftermath of how Bond's affected by what happened in the first movie. So if this movie had been placed six months later and you do get some of the brooding, but it's its own story, that fixes this movie. It's also, the, it, I mean, the Last Jedi problem happening like immediately yeah, after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to mention like, that. It, this is yeah. the Last Jedi of the Craig films. Setting it directly after the film completely mm-hmm. kills everything that happens in the film. Yeah, you, you write yourself into a box you can't get out of. Yeah. Really, the only Bond so movie, the mm-hmm. only Bond movie that you could get away with doing that would be on a Majesty's Secret Service. Like finish, like as you said, Colin, like Diamonds yeah. Are Forever is set immediately after on a Majesty's Secret Service. Like that would yep. probably work. But even that, you want it to be set longer. You want it to be oh, Bond's been out hunting Blofeld for yeah. God knows. The, you don't even they want had... that to continue straight on. It, but but it's it's kind of funny because if you had done what Quantum of Solace did, where you start with a car chase, imagine the beginning of Diamonds Are Forever, where it's the car chase of Bond following Bunt and Blofeld on that same road. But then just end it there. Don't don't you can do a pre-title sequence immediately afterwards. Then skip the movie ahead. If this movie had done the pre-title sequence, they catch Mister White, and then it says in giant fancy font six months later. Well, Goldeneye, you don't it. have as many problems. I mean, Golden Goldeneye Eye, yeah. did it. Was it seven years later or whatever? It wasn't technically yeah. the opening of Goldeneye like the same time as Living Daylights or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And the thing is, this is a sequel, but they don't even follow up the good bits. They don't follow up the Mads Mikkelsen sort of... We want kind of the mm-hmm. follow-up of that and they kind of shoehorn this, oh, it was Quantum. And I don't know if I like that really shot. And even... What the hell Quantum is... And- even even if they had focused a little bit on Vesper's boyfriend, because that's when you finish Casino Royale, you think that's where they're going. That just becomes the last scene of this movie, and it's forgotten about until then, other than just showing the picture a few times. Can I just quickly ask, do we like that shot where they kind of like superimpose them both walking in the same shot? Like it's fancy, it's but okay. I don't know if it it's a It's a poster a shot, in. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, we, the, quant- we missed that. I have it over here. Uh, Ogle Ogle Kurlenko's Hoo-Hoo and Daniel Craig's Yoo-Hoo, yeah. 
now I was about to say, do you still have the T-shirt that I gave you, the Quantum of Solace? Oh, I do. T-shirt. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. funny because I went into I went into my drawer to get dressed today, and the T-shirt oh, that was on. You went in the my... drawer, yeah, like you actually yes. cried. But, but the the thing that was actually on top was the Double Seven shirt. But I didn't have time to look for the Quantum of Solace one. Oh, I remember when I first met you in person, Colin. You wore that shirt. Good memories. Did I? Oh, the Double Seven one. I'm like, I wore the Quantum one. <laughs> no, you were naked later. But... Yeah. <laughs> you know, if this, was, if this was a Roger Moore film, he would have become a cowboy by now and would have been right. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Daniel Craig can mourn and he can be brooding, but that doesn't mean we need to kill every part of the James Bond character because we've had, uh, we've had other Bonds who are mourning or brooding at times but they're still james bond they're still giving the one-liners they're still giving that charisma but he's lacking mm-hmm. everything in this film and i feel like the direction given to him was oh you're mourning the loss of what happened to you but that's it, daniel craig who's probably the best actor to ever play bond yeah. has taken that direction and oh i'm just going to be like this in every yeah, single it's one note but that's that's yeah, why I, like I defend Spectre because like I think that's finally the film where he kind of lets loose a little bit and he kind of feels yeah, more like James Bond performance wise and it's, it's it's funny because I find the same thing with uh, with Pierce Brosnan I think Diet uh, Ben you're gonna look this Diet Wait, hang, on, hang on timestamp <laughs> I'm listening. Die Another Day might be Pierce's best performance as Bond but it's the worst movie. I've I've always defended Pierce Brosnan in Die Another Day. Like I think when we were talking that episode, I, I thought uh, maybe it was just Noah going off of me, but I remember saying that like I don't like Pierce Brosnan's got a good performance in Die Another Day. It might be it might oh, be out and, there in one of his best. And maybe you guys are fans of this, but the whole shoehorning this Goldfinger thing in. Well, that's and like, that's what I was saying earlier that like, this fuck off. it's more <laughs> subtle than what we get in um, oh it's more subtle he's a woman covered in something on the bed that's not (laughs) not not this moment i've never seen that before (laughs) not this moment but this movie overall (laughs) this movie overall when we get the thing off the rooftop them you know jumping out of the the airplane all that but this moment feels like something out of die another day you may may as well start playing <laughs> what I'm saying is, this moment here feels like what they did in Die Another Day, which is is too obvious. Whereas everything else that they did for kind of yeah. like the tributes in this movie was done a lot better. But the thing is, I'll but say about anyone... like some things in. You go. No, you go. Please. You are. You are the. I'll go. Returning. How about I'll go? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ranting. Like, was anyone wanting? Like, who came up with the Goldfinger tribute moment? Like, yeah. Maybe maybe in Die Another Day this works because we are going for all these tributes. But, but no Die one Another Day you knew. That's what we need for this film. But I remember one of the, the best things about seeing Die Another Day was that you went into that knowing that this was a thing and you were trying to pick up on the references. And, like, yeah, there are mm-hmm. some definitely ones in Die Another Day that are very over-the-top and obvious. But, like, I think it's fun when you read the list of all the references and there are some that you go, oh, yeah, that's a reference. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Whereas, like, the ones that, like you know, like the laser battle or the, you know, when he puts the, I mean, it's okay. Even the gun under the pillows, I guess not that obvious unless you know, tomorrow never dies very well when he puts the gun under the pillow. But like, yeah, like, I don't know. I, 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 I don't get this either. Like what I remember watching this for the first time going like, why is this? What's the reference here? So what? 
Now I've got, I'm, I'm a, I love 2D Dench, but I'm a Bernard Lee boy. Uh, what do you, what do you two think about this whole, because personally it's a pet peeve of mine, the whole M's like here on the, at the villain layer or a part of, M on the I get scene. Yeah. Include well, Judy Dance because she's awesome. I get that. But exactly. I've never been a fan of like let's drop the head of MI6 into like the most dangerous situation ever. I completely agree. Um, I think it worked the first time you do it. When they did it in World is Not Enough, that's great. But every time that it's happened since then, it's it's a little bit too much. It comes like the whole thing with like the first time you get Bond, you know, give us your gun and your badge, like yeah. your license has been like the first time cool great but then every other fucking film like i mean when was the last time bond was just a double o agent the whole movie like hasn't he had his thing removed in every single daniel craig movie wasn't skyfall he was removed well he was he came back into it specter was was removed well you know that too but like i mean and in no time to die it's going to be the same he's coming back so like casino royale would have been the last one yeah, well, and even, then he was just at the beginning. So in this film, Jeffrey Wright, who I love, Jeffrey Wright, I think he's an amazing actor. But even in this film, they barely meet. Like here is the first mm-hmm. time they're meeting, and even he's you're thinking like, yeah, we we love Jeffrey Wright, but you're thinking like, why is he even in this film? And every scene he's in on the plane and whatever, it just feels awkward and like I mean, he doesn't want to be there either. It works for his character. <laughs> But it comes it just, from a place it, like remember long. Remember Inspector Noah when we saw it and then he mentions like I've got a friend in the CIA. Oh, yeah, and, we got like, and we're like, oh, Felix, <laughs> Felix, Felix, and then he doesn't shot like there's a movie you bring him into. And like mm-hmm. isn't there wasn't yeah, there he would have been in... perfect with Monica Bellucci in that film. But... Wasn't there even one in, a moment in Skyfall where we mentioned he could have been in it? I don't know. But like I mean, yeah, we're getting him back, great, but like, I don't know. Like he does feel wasted in this movie. And so does Casper. I'm, I'm excited to see him again. I'm excited. Yeah. He hasn't aged. I mean, he hasn't been in a Bond movie in, what, no. like 34 <laughs> years, I think. since. He, the, he's the aged better than anyone. Oh, Daniel Craig's films. not aged very well. <laughs> and apparently, according to Ben, Rory can hear <laughs> And some hair. Not just on the head, the pubes too. <laughs> <laughs> the carpet smash the dreams. <laughs> Why is that a thing that people care about? Like, do you honestly ever care about that? Like, why is that a redhead thing? Like, oh, do you have red pubes? Oh, you must do. Like, oh, I'm asking you to. Why am I asking you to? <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if I'm the authority. Colin, like, pubes? What are pubes? Where are they? Where are they located on my, the body? My first girlfriend uh, had Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Noah, stop. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> Say those what words girlfriend? again. Ben, girlfriend. This this just shows you how caught off guard Ben was with that, that he stopped Noah before he got to the story about his girlfriend's pubes, which should have been the part <laughs> you're like, yes, continue, continue. Oh, God, I hope she's not a James Paul fan. <laughs> she, she loves Spectre, etc. <laughs> so, yes, your girlfriend. Sorry, I, just, I lost it there. Pubes, yes. Is this CGI? The <laughs> changing the subject. Changing the subject. <laughs> it looks more real than uh, Sanchez. Tell me about your p- pubes on your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> 
If he does, he, we'll be canceled. He's going to you know, do Justin Timberlake. You know what I don't I'm, like? I'm the woke one of this podcast. Thank you, you <laughs> old Wait, why is Justin Timberlake being canceled? What's happened with Justin Timberlake? Oh, there was that. Uh, it was on that Britney Spears oh, documentary, that thing. the trashy one. Right, yeah, okay. because he said he slept with her. <laughs> okay, oh. nobody suspected that. <laughs> Didn't we all? <laughs> oh. so now, now we know it was for his girlfriend. Oh, please tell <laughs> me carcass. more about Britney, Britney Spears. <laughs> that was one of the best stories I ever got on Survivor Oz. Was when John Carroll was explaining about him being in a Britney Spears film clip, and that when Britney Spears was in front of him, he, she leant over at one point, and he could see her boobs and realize that she had pierced nipples. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> it was wasted on John Carroll. Uh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh. So here is where we get all the sand in the pre-title sequence form because it's there's, sand, there's sand in the background of the final battle. <laughs> and Daniel Craig has his freaking Vargas sunglasses back <laughs> And why has he got his and hair like the cream down? pants? <laughs> I'm sorry, but is this the most unflattering, unattractive Daniel Craig scene we ever get? Look at his like hair. Davidoff. He does. <laughs> Hashtag bring back Davidoff. <laughs> I'm and sorry, but cars. Camilla in those pants are just not doing it either. Like, these two are not looking good right now. This is a fucking James Bond movie. Why do we have to have the family vehicle line? Like, it's just, it's embarrassing. Oh, and oh, green, green Mr. Eating Evil. I'm eating an apple. Because he eats an apple. <laughs> oh, he's menacing. What quirk are you going to have? A Komodo dragon on your shoulder? No, I'm eating an apple. Ooh, an apple a day man. keeps Blofeld away. I like to live dangerously. Oh, I've got a, I've, I've got a circular dish filled with metallic balls. Oh, <laughs> like I've always criticised the the Craig finales and oh, a hotel in the desert. Like, who would go to this hotel? Like, is this on fucking like Travago? Like, come and stay in the desert of Bolivia. <laughs> is this the worst uh, final like villain lair? I like. Are we honestly, missing? Are we missing Ken Adam at this? It's. I think it's a step up from Spectre because Spectre. It's so dark. It's so murky. Oh. But if we're counting like Blofeld's white little like thing where Craig was tortured. Yeah. Oh, for then... the villain lair, then yeah. But as far as like where you get the big climax in the end, I mean, of the yeah, Craig. Spectre's not great. Yeah. What's um Lashif's lair? Well, he doesn't have a layer, oh. but but the final se- if you're gonna count where the final sequence takes place, yeah. then it's the the sinking house. What is in this shirt that Green is wearing too? Like it looks like he's just gone to Glasser and Parker and just like <laughs> grabbed like his shirt and gone. Well, this will look good. It was the style and at it, the time. And what's with this beer that's been carried around for the past five minutes? And they're in the desert. That's got to be warm, right? <laughs> There's like five people at this hotel. What? What is the point of this hotel? <laughs> like, what's what's your, what's your villain's evil leg gonna be? The local Hilton. Ooh, is that Elvis in a neck brace too? <laughs> oh god, this. Movie I'm sorry, shit. but Green is just like a dorky old dad. Um, that video I saw was the dumbest video I've seen on YouTube. <laughs> no, it was in a neck brace. How was this in a neck brace? <laughs> oh my god. 
Wait, so is this the part? Doesn't Green become like the president of Bolivia or something here or something? Well, he is becomes the, the, the exclusive water supplier to Bolivia. Oh, oh, oh. So, so again, let's let's go back to Die Another Day. Let's bag out Die Another Day. Or at least he has kind of a cool plan to like start a war in the world in North Korea. What's his plan, Green? Oh, I'm going to take over the water of Bolivia. Oh, look out. We've got from, a man from, of danger. Suddenly, I am finding King K to very scary based on this. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the neck brace. Ben, I'm Why didn't we rank this you. guy? Sorry. Yes. No. Go for it. Yeah. Well, personally, Elvis is in more of the film than half the the henchmen we did rank. Oh. <laughs> but I'm going to hand something to you here, Ben. I think Jinx is a much better Bond girl than Camilla. Absolutely. Oh, uh, where did you rank her? I don't know, but if I rank Jinx lower, I regret that because Camille <laughs> has done nothing in this film. Also, didn't we call him like General Rapo or something like that? Wasn't that what we called him? <laughs> oh, I hate, like, that's one line I hate from him in this movie. Why does he have to yell it? You and I have a mutual friend! Bang, bang, bang. Like, that's the perfect it, time for a Bond one-liner when he jumps onto the car and surprises one of the henchmen that's when you go for the one-liner and you'll know how mutual friend but you talk about him being maybe the best actor like that's one of the worst delivered lines <laughs> in a james bond movie it, i will say that, that is worse it's, well it's worse than the living daylights for sure oh <laughs> shut up <laughs> here we go reference number 87 to timothy dalton remember that episode where i made you say good things about timothy dalton <laughs> All um, the more films that were not from Bond. Noah, you had Camille at twenty and Jinx at twenty-one. So you're swapping you had, them. You had Stacy Sutton above Camille. Okay, well, <laughs> I'll rest in peace. Is, is she still oh, alive? Oh, oh is it? Hold on, Stacy Sutton dead. <laughs> this is where they're going for the whole like Camille. Oh, that shot. The Matrix shot there. That's oh, dated. That was, yeah, 2008. That's so dated. That's so dated. But they're going for like Camille is a badass, but you're just watching her and you're just a bit like. <laughs> Why is she a badass? Because she's stopping General Rapo from raping? Well, that's what they're going for. They're like showing her now she's going to fight the bad guys and whatever, but you're just watching it thinking like, whatever. He even fights like a dick. Like, just he just looks like an absolute <laughs> cock. Yeah, like. Like, but, like, this is meant to be, like, all oh, the big battle between the villain. Like, have we not seen Bond and Green share, like, three seconds of screen time with each other? So now it's all, like, the, oh, like, oh, here's the big battle. It's finally Bond and Green. Like, oh, no. You also, know what like, else? to make her a badass, like, I'm sorry. Like, I hate these, like, movies where they, like, have girls fighting and all they're doing is, like, pulling each other's hair and scratching them. Like, she literally goes to scratch his face. That's not a <laughs> badass. That's just, like, women's wrestling from 1999. You know, like, here's something about Camille that doesn't work, among many things, I guess. Oh, God. Uh, we, we've we've talked about we've talked about how there's so much of an effort nowadays to, you have to make a strong Bond girl to the point where you're actually trying to upstage Bond, which it's, it, that's the dumbest thing ever, because it is a Bond movie. Nobody should ever upstage Bond. You can have a strong character without having a jinx that's trying to go out of way to top Bond. With Camille... That's what they're trying to do because her story arc is a bigger story arc than Bond's in this. And the fight scenes, you have these two fight scenes taking place at the exact same time. 
hers actually means something because it is a real revenge thing. Bond is getting revenge on somebody who had absolutely nothing to do with Vesper. So these two fights happening, Camille's is supposed to be the heated one, the personal one. You just end up not caring about Bonds and you don't care about Camille's because you don't care about her as a character. Also, is Bond holding me. green by hair? If this was yes. Elvis, the toupee would be like, oh, fine. <laughs> Sorry, no. But, Colin, you absolutely nailed it on the head. The defense of this film is, oh, it's Bond continuing on from Casino Royale and being mourning or whatever. But we don't actually get that in this film. Yeah. Yes, we get brooding Daniel Craig, but people's defense of this film is, oh, it's Bond's journey continuing whatever happened there. But that is not, if you actually watch it, like we're watching it now, that is not is what's mm-hmm. happening. It's a little bit of Bond mentioning Vesper and then it's jumping into this kind of green quantum plot line with Camille and her, like you, exactly as you said, her story is the big story. It's the person. So people defend this as it's like, this is Bond's grieving or whatever. Yes, Daniel Craig is brooding. But none of this is in the plot. And the biggest yeah. defense of this film is non-existent in what we're and actually watching. Do you know what makes this work if you do a slight rewrite? You make Mr. White the villain and Vesper's boyfriend the henchman. And then you have a personal story for Bond. Also, yeah. this movie all of a sudden now turns into um, Toy Story 4. <laughs> Uh, Toy Story yes. 3, sorry. <laughs> Toy Story. Actually, no, well, to- Toy Story 3 came after this. So Toy Story 3 ripped after Quantum of Solace. But um, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I never liked this scene because it's kind of like, again, like it's how we see Bond in hospital in the last movie or Bond crying, like things you shouldn't see. Like now we're basically just getting <laughs> helpless Bond, like they're literally about to die. Ben's like, a real Bond doesn't cry. <laughs> I do like God, the way he didn't cry. <laughs> I do like the way he sort of disposes of Green just in the middle of the desert. If Green has one good moment in this movie, it's how cowardly he is in the final scene here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have no problem with a cowardly villain. In some ways, Blofeld. Blofeld's not cowardly, but in some ways he has that kind of... In the bath, I When push comes to... <laughs> yeah, when yeah. push comes to shove, Blofeld kind of is a little cowardly. I've got no Even if you only that. live twice, he's fleeing and leaving everybody else there to yeah, die. at the end of the film, right. I, that's not a problem, but... Oh, my God, that's a terrible shot. Just can't, <laughs> GoPro. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so I've got no problem with a cowardly villain. In fact, I think that's kind of cool, but... It's only this scene that we really get that. Yeah. And it completely contradicts the previous scene where he's swinging an axe and <laughs> basically ex- and extorting the Bolivian dictator, the Bolivian Hitler. Like that guy is should be a coward. He's not going to be a coward here if he wasn't a coward in the previous scene. I, I haven't really been paying attention to the movie, but like... Um... <laughs> ben, now... who's winning your race? Who's winning the race? Lightning? Uh, yeah, lightning won it. Um, Kachow. But the um, so, oh so God, the gen- general Raypo zoom in on the oil can. Doesn't oh General Raypo like take control of Bolivia, or is he about to stage a coup, or like he's done it and he's the president? Either either. Yeah, I think he just staged because they even say like, oh, leaders are overthrown every like six months here. Okay, well, like if, oh, f- fair enough, but like at the same time. 
can we just take a moment to worry about the current state of Bolivia? They yeah. just they had a coup. <laughs> They've just then lost General Rapo. Their water supply is in control of a That's dead man. Cool. Like, I'm sorry. I feel really bad for Bolivia all of a sudden. I mean, like, right. Camille may be their new dictator. Yeah, fifth in line. <laughs> Even you mentioned Bolivia and like that's quite a unique location for Bond. And I don't even feel like they show off the location that well. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, we get some nice sand shots, but we're going to Bolivia, which was never really <laughs> nice been. sand shots. <laughs> Why did you go to Bolivia like for a trip? I, I thought there was sand. So. <laughs> I like sand. I don't care if it's coarse. I don't care if it's rough. I like. Do we, like, I think the fact that he doesn't get with her kind of makes sense because like again she's yeah. gone through a, a bit of shit so like it's kind of you think if your eyes only moustache has gone through a bit of shit but old man bond still fucks her in the water in the end and then like even you think of skyfall <laughs> gets a bit creepy when he like takes advantage of poor old abused sex worker in the shower but like here it's like uh, uh, they do kiss he okay sh- i forgot that they kiss. no but, but he, like that's a, that's a problem in this movie though because you're you're doing a bond movie where you don't want to check certain boxes. We don't want to just do a gun barrel to do a gun barrel. We don't want to just have one-liners or gadgets just to do that. So why do you need to have him kiss the Bond girl in the end? Couldn't this just be the one time that Kylo Bond Ren doesn't and, get and lucky? Ray. Like exactly, it's, you know. yeah. It's just as forced as it is in The Rise of Skywalker. Although, having said that, I that kiss still better. I think he should have done her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> now, he, here we get, the first, we get the first ever Canadian Bond girl here. <laughs> if she counts. Isn't this What's-A-Face from that show? Or from the Castle. Sister? Yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm a Bond traditionalist. I don't care if the films are the same every time. Gun barrel. You need Q. You need the... What? One of only two or two. <laughs> Just not... Yes. <laughs> You're cutting out, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm a Bond... <laughs> but gun barrel Q but gun barrel <laughs> now he's gone completely okay Bond looks good in that that trench coat thing he does so why didn't we get more of this guy in the movie I, if this is all we're getting I feel like I'm being ripped off is no one dead <laughs> <laughs> The, no one the Korean, so concerned. He's like, the Korean so government weird. did not approve of what his opinions were. <laughs> Talk, Noah. I'm no girl. <laughs> My first girlfriend had nice pubes. <laughs> I like cream pants. <laughs> I'm licensed. Nice. Both wide open. Is he back? <laughs> He's oh so my drunk. God. <laughs> I don't actually think he was oh, cutting out. I think he was just slurring. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's cute. And this, the good things. I'm traditional. Okay, I can't be the only one that was upset about no cue in Casino Royale, but then double upset by this. Because, okay, I got over it for Casino Royale, but I thought by this time, okay, Q and Money Penny are going to be back. Or even then, just one of them. Once again, Blue Ball. <laughs> Blue Ball. But, but honestly, you don't have to introduce them both at the same time. We could have just got Money Penny or just gotten Q, and you save one of them for the next movie. I honestly, going into Casino Royale, I was expecting John Cleese. Like, <laughs> I had no idea he wasn't going to be in the film. Oh, now pay attention, Daniel. 
I wish you'd blow up or whatever. No, disappear. What's that line he says? I wish you would disappear. I think it's disappear, yeah. Daniel Craig is a very short man. How tall is Judy Dench? Seriously, she is knickknack. <laughs> that sizest, Colin. <laughs> I liked on the uh, the James Bond Instagram recently they posted a beginning and end of like they kind of put side by side the opening scene versus the closing scene of each of the Craig movies. So I'm wondering if they're going to mm-hmm. do that with each of the actors because it was kind of a cool little um, thing. Isn't it crazy that Daniel Craig is now the longest running Bond? Like, just piss off. Yeah, <laughs> with five movies. I still, but like... It is weird to think that with five movies because, like, you know, you you felt Roger Moore just like, go away, Roger. (laughs) No, no, I take that back. Do you guys like the final line, though? I actually really love that I never left as the final line of the movie. Yes and no, because, like, again, at the same time, it's like this is, what, a day or two after Casino Royale? Like, did we ever think he left? Like, I mean, like... (laughs) Well, I mean, he did resign. Here's our gun oh, bail. God, no! Not at the end! I know I, ta- I know I talked about this in the episode. I don't mind them doing as a one-time thing because if we are looking at this, when we did the uh, the DC movies, we said, you know, certain things about Superman bother you when you see Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman, but then when you see Justice League and you realize the first two were sort of the origin, that's how he gets there, you accept a little bit more. So for that reason, knowing that, okay, if these two movies are the origin of Bond, I'm okay with a gun barrel just the one time at the end. I just want to say one thing quickly. No. We How did we not talk about Mitchell? Did we not talk about Quantum of Solace <laughs> in our recap? We were like, Mitchell, not Mitchell! <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the gun barrel being at the end, that just annoyed me more. The fact yeah. that it was then there, and I'm like, well... I get what you're saying, but that just even annoyed me more. It's so artistic. I hate it. Freaking fast. And then the... (laughs) And I I hate, like, I hate it, and I hated it even more that they did it in Skyfall. I was like, fuck you. For the 50th anniversary, you put it at the end. That annoyed me more. Like, I I like Skyfall, but I have a lot of problems with that as a 50th anniversary film. I tell you one thing: if fucking no time to die doesn't have the gun barrel, I'm walking out. I'm like, I've waited 87 years for this film, and you fuck me off. That's all we ask for. No. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. This is like the first uh, commentary I've been on in years, and I know Colin's the old man, and I know he's the old man of the podcast. But I'm really sorry, but I just don't really like the Daniel Craig stuff, like. As the years go on, I like it all less and less. And the Cinderella is an amazing film. Skyfall is great, but all of them I would trade off. Like even Cinderella, which is in my top five, I would give it away. Like I'm sorry that we came on here. It's my first time in a long time. Yeah, this is really bad. All noise doing is apologizing for this. <laughs> You're so Canadian. But. It, I know because I know people love Daniel Craig and I, that people love this era. To me, this is not James Bond. And having watched this again, it's isn't my lowest film because it's gone lower. Like, this is not. Uh, is, is this my lowest because I have created a new spot? So, out of the 25 Bond films, no one's going to rank this at 29. <laughs> I, I'm just ready for Bond 26. I'm not uh, a great fan at all. I'm yeah, no time that I suck. 
<laughs> I, look, I, 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 I agree with pretty much everything Noah said. I've always said that about Craig's film. Like, I've, I've gone to admire Daniel Craig as a man and as an actor and all that sort of stuff a lot more. And oh, both Craig, Craig, Craig yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But like, I've always said I mean, that about Daniel that. Craig. Skyfall is a great film. It's not a Bond film. Casino Royale, sure. This but movie, feel- shit, Spectre. I still stand by, controversially. I think I've said this previously, but I almost say Spectre is the best of all of them because it's the most Bondian of all of the Craig films. But do you feel like... 10, 15 years from now, you'll suddenly just appreciate Daniel Craig the same way that most people, exactly what you guys are saying is what most people said after the Pierce Brosnan era was over, after the Roger Moore era was over. Uh, Really, anybody but Sean Connery and audiences have come around on even Pierce Brosnan now a little bit. But I feel feel like I remember during the Brosnan era that, yeah, Brosnan got praised and there all of a sudden Brosnan got hated on. But, like, Craig just gets this universal praise that I don't ever see Craig getting shat upon. Like, this is my problem. Like, so many people are quick to say that these are the best Bond films, blah, blah, blah. And, okay, everyone says that at the same time. But I don't see Daniel Craig in five years' time when Idris Elba's into his third film being talked down as a terrible Bond. Because like everybody just has this, you know, tunnel vision on Daniel Craig that is so amazing, and like I think you've just lost track of what the Bond films are meant to be by turning it in this direction. But the, the, the same is with Timothy Dalton, though. It, like people say now, okay, well, it's not Timothy Dalton's fault, you know, of this movie or whatever. He was playing what they wanted to play. I don't feel like anything, and I do agree that there are some things that Daniel Craig lacks. Not that I'm going to blame Daniel Craig for that. I feel like the things that they're lacking are because they're not writing into the movie. They're making creative choices to make these movies different. And I feel like Daniel Craig would be fully capable if they gave him a Sean Connery script, a Roger Moore, maybe not Roger Moore, but a Pierce Brosnan or a Sean Connery script. I think he'd be fully capable of pulling it off. I just, I would like to say that. I get what you're saying about people's opinions change of the actors over time and whatnot, but the difference between a Dalton or a, a Brosnan film or even a Moore film is all of them share that similarity of they are definitively Bond films. Uh, and you can watch a Dalton film and yeah, maybe Colin doesn't like Dalton, Ben likes Dalton, but it's got the one-liners, it's got the gadgets, it's got the cue scene, it's got the the wow. villain, it's got the final moment, it's got the love scene. It's got the uh, romance. The blinking fish. Yeah. It's got the blinking fish. <laughs> This is just something that stands on its own. And I know there's a lot of defense for, well, things should change or or adapt over time. And the Bond films always do kind of adapt. But I'm a traditionalist and I say every Bond film is more or less the same thing. And that's what we want when we show up to the cinema. We're paying out 20 bucks to get Bond, James Bond, and the gun barrel and the big over-the-top villain and the... Like, we need to keep up with the times and we saw that throughout the history of bond things keep up with the times but we don't need to completely (laughs) reinvent we don't need to reinvent the series like and yeah we needed to bring it down from die another day i completely but i get what you're saying but i think the craig films are on a completely different level where i look at what we just spent the last hour and a half on and i think what the fuck did we just watch like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I, I i get what you're saying but i think this is a whole different thing and i also agree with ben i think that it's almost like a you can criticize all of the other bonds including sean connery but the moment you criticize daniel craig it's like this whole other thing of he's like this untouchable kind of thing and i agree it's not just craig it's the craig era maybe he could do a a, a better script or a better film 
he is a great actor, but sexy. It's just that kind of feeling <laughs> that the 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 thing has fallen so far, and I'm not sure if we're ever going to get it back. And I like these films because they're Bond films, but if Quantum of Solace was never a part of the Bond franchise, I would have saw it once at the cinema, and I never would have watched it. Again. Well, what are yeah. we watching next, Ben? Andrew well, Garth. all right. <laughs> okay, so, I well. I have just brought this down on a level. <laughs> we we, we have done, <laughs> we've done 18 of these, so we've only got six to go. Have we? We know, we know we're not doing Spectre until 2027, the day before No Time to Die comes out. So we have only five basically here to get. So I'm going to hit this. And we can only have a certain amount of uh, numbers here. So, as always, andrew.hedges.name forward slash experiments forward slash random. And we're going to press the button. And we have number, what is that? Number three, which is Goldfinger. We've already done it. So, sorry, we can't do that again. All right. Uh, number nine, Man with the Golden Gun. We've already done it. <laughs> we here for a while, folks. <laughs> this is getting very hard. <laughs> number 20, die another day. Oh, wait, we've already uh, done it. Uh, number eight, Live and Let Die. We've already done it. <laughs> Uh, Thunderball, we've already done it. Uh, the Spies Love You, fuck. No, go to bed. Um, okay, we want either 2, 11, 12, or 13. That's what we want here. 2, 11, 12, or 13. I'm going to keep... Or 11. Ooh. So we are doing... Oh, Moonraker, no! Yes! Oh. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, oh. double kick pigeon! <laughs> I'm sick that day. I'm not here that day. Fucking hell. Now, Dolly, Ben, you're, you're, your primary school crush, Dolly. <laughs> what, what was that line that Noah lost? I said about if girls in primary if school. We, have to, if yeah, if girls in primary school are that hot, I'd go back to school. <laughs> Noah's going like, stop! Don't say it! Don't say it! <laughs> girls had boobs right. that big in primary school. Now I, I wish we had done Moonraker. Oh, God. <laughs> Moonraker is uh, a terrible film, but how can you not have fun watching it? Which I'm also drunk that episode. <laughs> coincidentally, how can you not have fun watching The November Man? Because depending on whether we do a commentary next or another film of another Bond actor, I think November Man's the next one up. Uh, we have Pierce and Olga Korolenko. Wow. Uh, Who else is in that movie? <laughs> Anyone else notable? Um... <sighs> Sure. <laughs> that was such an old man groan. That was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Jesus, God, oh, you are oh. getting old. It might be a Ferris Bueller where, um, what's her name? The receptionist is covering for Rooney. Oh. <laughs> I love her. Oh, she's the best. She's a desk clerk. She's there you go. See, great desk clerks, right? Grace, not Jeannie. Other one, yes. Grace! Grace! <laughs> Grace! Um, All right, so anyways. something will be coming soon, right? Yeah. <laughs> and... Our exclusive interview with Dominic Green. <laughs> <laughs> and Elvis. We can and get Elvis. Elvis on the show, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can get a desk clerk Jesus. on the show. <laughs> hey, I will I will go for getting the desk clerk on the show. <laughs> we can talk about the job. <laughs> go watch the job yeah, watch. Yeah. I don't think we're allowed to have Colin on at the same time as the desk clerk. <laughs> Let's get Noah's hot pubed girlfriend on. <laughs> Can you please finish that story? There was a reason why you brought it up. Why are you Can so get, shy? 
Did we get uh, Hannah Stokely ever? Did we contact her? Well, can I just say, I never found Hannah Stokely's details, but I found her on Instagram. She only has <gasps> yeah, like... A she put me on Facebook. She has like, she has like 100 followers on Instagram. I sent her a message and she still didn't read my message. Because so. <laughs> she listens to the show. <laughs> Noah, yeah. tell us a story about your girlfriend because I, I don't believe this is a true story. You just make stuff. up. <laughs> she drove a train Jet-pute. and in her spare time she was a desk clerk <laughs> sounds like and all the, of our ideal woman and, and the car and Colin the stole her away and her name was Jamie <laughs> but did the carpets match the drapes because I don't know that even <laughs> if I if, if I texted that Are to Jamie Colin, if I if I texted that to Jamie right now, how would she answer? No, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm sorry. I, I'm the woke person of this podcast, and I'm saying you're not allowed to do that. There's a problem when Noah's the woke one. <laughs> I just would like to know what Colin's wife would think if I messaged her, do you no, carpet match? No, no, no. I'd ask right. Colin, but he hasn't had sex with her in like three years because that's how old the babies are. <laughs> Um, you, you can ask Colin, but you can't ask Jamie. Colin, do your carpets match the drapes? <laughs> do mine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Isn't it the thing that you're meant to look at a person's eyebrows and that's the colour of their pubes? He's <laughs> done a lot of research into this man. <laughs> well, he spends all day on OnlyFans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and a lot of them don't even have pubes. So... <laughs> Okay, let's end this before we get cancelled. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we want to interview Gemma one day. So let's leave it at that. Absolutely. First question, welcome to 007. <laughs> to the carpet smashes. <laughs> We've never had someone hang up on us before. Yeah. When we get uh, Paul McCartney on the show, we're going to ask him about that. <laughs> can, we, can we get Judy Dench on and ask Judy Dench? <laughs> Dame Judy Dench. Alive? Which which one grade first, the carpets or the drapes, Judy? <laughs> oh, oh, Show us, Judy. Go on, Judy. Get it out. Whip it out. I'll put a wig on it. <laughs> oh, really when, when, when are we going to recap Cats? Oh, God. Uh, we're doing it on the Oz Network this year. <laughs> I'm sick that day. <laughs> Me too. All right. Thank you. Make sure to subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Patreon, YouTube, uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> Noah's girlfriend on Tinder. <laughs> and we'll be back with something very soon. Oh, Noah, hello. <laughs> My name Sound is... <laughs> My name is Colin and... Oh, no. Carpet... OnlyFans. Gun barrel. Uh, and my name is Nora and put a brace on it. And my name is Ben and Pubes. Incan exportan, buenas noches. You know, you should just answer CIA, Felix. Taxi driver told me where the office was. Hello, Mitchell. Bond? Thanks, Mitchell. Craig Mitchell worked for me for eight years. Five is my personal bodyguard. I found this and three other bloody Christmas presents I brought him about the house. That wasn't very nice. Tell us Slate was a dead end. Slate was a dead end. Damn it, he killed him. What's today's excuse? That Bond is legally blind? 
Name check. Dominic Green. Might need a little more than that. There are a lot of Dominic Greens. We have no interest in Mr. Green. Please, my friends call me Dominic. I'm sure they do. I promised them a sheep and they got a sheep. They got his body. He wanted his soul. They should have let him deal with the priest. You really don't know anything about us. The first thing you should know about us is that we have people everywhere. When someone says we've got people everywhere, you expect it to be hyperbole. Lots of people say that. Florists use that expression. Doesn't mean that they've got somebody working for them inside the bloody room. Get in. Get in. Get in. I said get in. Come with me if you want to live. I think she has had hands. Do you hope so? Mr. Bond, my name is Fields. Miss Fields. Of course you are. Fields. Just Fields. Strawberry Fields forever. I can't find the, um, the stationery. Someone help me look. <laughs> so what's your interest in Green? Well, amongst other things, he tried to kill a friend of mine. Your mother? She likes to think so. You know who Green is and you want to put us in bed with him. You are kidding, right? Yeah, you're right. We should just deal with nice people. Oh, you see, that's what I like about U.S. intelligence. He'll lie down with anybody, including you, brother. Including you. It's a shame because she's really quite stunning once you get her on her back. I wish I could say the feeling was mutual. Is offense? No, not in the slightest. We are teachers on sabbatical. This fits our cover. Well, it doesn't. I think someone wants to kill you. I'd rather stay in a morgue. Those orders include my friend Mathis. I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. You see that? Gone such a short time. Already forgotten. Is Mathis your killer name? Yes. Not a very good one, is it? Uh, you're just saying that to hurt me. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, oh! I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 